My mama would say, you gotta fight for what is right. To her, I would say, I wanna give back the world some light. Mm-hmm. But it's an empty road. I feel so alone. I forgot. September 17th in the year 2023. We're chilling here. I'm in Boone, North Carolina and headed in for later today for another for my final day of like pounding on roasting coffee and a whole bunch of other amazing stuff we're doing here, which is going to be some big announcements to a Bards Fest. But it's great and it's really been an incredible week. I'm literally walking with the Holy Spirit and watching where God takes us. And it, it just really is such a reminder this week that when we let go and we just we know we're hearing God and we just put our feet forward and follow where he leads us, it is absolutely incredible the doors that open. Our faith is 
has to be so strong that we understand that he's going to lead us. And in these times that where there's so much going on, he's not going to reveal his plans to the enemy, but he's going to trust in us to follow him so that we arrive at the destination he needs us to be. And in so doing, he's going to throw those doors open like never before. And I'll tell you, if there's one thing that came out this week was that was such a most powerful reminder. I know I've told my story a little bit and we're kind of getting warmed up here this morning, but before we jump into some awesome prayer work, but you know, this last week when everything shifted and it went from leaving on Monday and God said, don't leave on Monday, that's 9-11. And then it was Tuesday and then discovered that the water was not working and the cattle would have been out of water had I not been there. And by the time I left, I was 36 hours past the initial departure point. And that's a lot of time to make up when you're traveling from coast to coast. And I, everything started to fall in place, though, just different day and different time. And then I got to that point where I'm like, Lord, I've got 22 hours ahead of me. And he's like, you know what it's like to have to dig in. And you know what it was like when you were in Afghanistan that there's days it just sucks. So embrace the suck. I need you to get there on time. Don't fail. And so I'm like, okay, Lord, let's go. So 22 hours. And, and in all honesty, I got, when I was five hours out, I was one hour. I was going to arrive one hour past the rally point time. And I, so that's when I texted Don Cox. And I said, Don, I'm, I'm, I've got to apologize. I'm going to be coming in an hour late. And I'm finishing up about 22 hours of driving. And Don called me. He says, let, let me get this right. He goes, you're still driving? I go, yeah. You're crazy. I'm like, probably a little bit crazy for Jesus, but yeah, I'm crazy. And he's like, brother, he goes, I just need you to get to the hotel, get a little bit of sleep, and then you come over here, we'll get some lunch, and then we're going to shift the training one day a little bit. So, and, and we went from there, and I'm telling you, it has been nothing but on fire down here. This is, um, this is mountain country up here in I'll be honest, it's the only time I have been, first time I've been into Appalachia. There is so much Jesus flowing down here. It's amazing. And it's amidst of a, a woke culture that's starting, trying to take root down here. But there's God all over these mountains. And it's here, and you can feel it when you roll in. And Don Cox is one of these very unique people who, if all things go right, you're going to get a chance to meet him. He might be able to show up on Bart's Fest on Saturday, next Saturday. I'm hoping we're going to finalize that today. And we'll put a prayer up for that today, too. But it's really amazing um, how God's working here and just the connections and the power and the glory of how the Holy Spirit brings things together. And when God said he was going to open doors, let me tell you, doors I never thought possible just flew open, things I didn't even imagine. And we're sitting here talking and getting along like two people that have known each other for a whole bunch of time. So just as a reminder of us all, I mean, when God tells us to go, go. Put your nose down to the grindstone, embrace the suck, go hard, and know that he's got you the entire way. Patriots, before we get going today, just remember a couple things. We've got a couple great sponsors and people that I really want to highlight that continue to support this channel in amazing ways. Obviously, we're in a food crisis time, and um, that's a when we say that, that's a government and the corporate entities that are trying to make food 
more expensive, make it unavailable, turn it into a weaponized system so that ultimately people have to kowtow to their ways in so many ways. Weaponizing food is one of the critical ways enemies control populations. And we're dealing with an enemy state. We're dealing with an enemy rogue government. We're dealing with enemy corporate board or heads of state or heads of boards. And they have all in their mind because of the crimes that they have done to avoid being revealed. They're going to do everything they can to try to break people's will and force people to comply. Fortunately, we've got great companies like My Patriot Supply who put together emergency food systems that will be for those critical times when things don't go right, and especially when a government has decided it's not anymore a government of the people. And those times may come. We always hope that they don't, but they may. And that's the point of being prepared. And it's really an important time right now to prepare for the unknowns. There's so many variables in what is happening and so many unknowns, whether it's political, whether it's social, whether it's cultural, whether it's going to be riots in the cities, breaking of supply chain systems, you've got to be prepared. And part of an excellent preparing system for a food emergency system is you need to have emergency food, which is really distinguished by a couple of things. One, you, it, it, it can last for years on the shelf. This is like 25 years. It's well-preserved and sealed, and it can be easily portable if need be. You need to have a full range of, of meals so that it's a, a, an enjoyable experience, and especially, so that's good-tasting meals, and you need to have calories per day. These have 2,000 calories per day. So this is an incredible group of, it's an incredible company, what they do. They do great work. So head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. There you're going to find all you need. For the three-month emergency food system, get one for every member of the family. It's your insurance in case things go wrong. Worst possible cases, this all blows over. 25 years from now, you have a big party and say, hey, look what we made it through. Awesome. But in the meantime, right now, it's critical. So head on over to preparewithbards.com and uh, get yourself set up so that you have a three-month emergency food system for every member of the family. And there's a great deal going on right now. Anyway, $200 off on each of those units or those systems. So check it out. Also, and it's important, is protecting your retirement investments. And that's where we've got Birch Gold. Birch Gold has been an avid sponsor here of the show for over a year. They've done a great job in helping patriots ensure that their retirement accounts will not be damaged by the cabal's craziness. And that all deals with precious metals. So check it out. All you have to do is text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. Again, B-A-R-D-S to 989898, and that will get you a free information packet from Birch Gold. Those are the folks to talk to. They're going to be able to guide you through a process of protecting your retirement investment accounts. They are, they're going to, they are excellent, or they're experts in the areas of precious metals-backed tax-deferred IRAs. It's a fantastic solution. They have other things to talk about as well. It's a way to, to make sure that you're not going to get sideswiped or ambushed as they try to screw around with this economy. And there's no question this economy is shifting right now. It's massive. We've got the dollar sliding in value. We have debt that's running off the rails. And we've got all sorts of things happening that are leading to some sort of major disruption. So preserve your wealth, preserve your hard-earned, your hard-earned wealth for retirement. Give Birch Gold a, a, a look. So just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. That's B-A-R-D-S to 989898. It's a free information packet. It's a way for you to gain information, make an assessment, and then you can engage with them as you're called. So that's good. 
All right, Patriots, we've got a lot of good prayers today. Um, obviously, I won't, I'll tell you, I spent most of the last week not wired into the depth of news. I, I stay abreast of things as they come along, but um, it's it wasn't missed, let me tell you. The world looked a whole lot better through the lens of, of all, without the craziness layer put on it, but we've got craziness layers going on it. And one of the things I think that we, we really have to be cognizant of right now is the increasing levels of violence in our culture. From my optic and the way I see things, we're seeing manipulation going on in youth, and in particular, there is a rise in violence in the black youth culture, and it's very disturbing. I, we're going to have to do some prayers on that today as well. This is something where... I, I believe personally between the technologies that they have, they've been able to implement some sort of demonic portal access to these folks and they're really taking over these kids and there's horrible things happening. Things that I don't think children in their right mind or even teens in their right mind would ever do, but they're so out of step with reality and so locked into an orbit of, of evil that they're finding that killing people, destroying property, beating people is normal. I don't know what it is about black culture that they have figured out how to manipulate, but I'm going to tell you that historically we go to Africa and they are doing the same thing here. So I kind of want to open this a little bit today with just a common sense statement towards black America. And it's very much this black America is being manipulated heavily right now at a certain age group, particularly to create massive levels of violence and sow hatred between race. That hatred does not exist in our natural state. And in fact, God does not see colors. He sees his people. And we are a beautiful collage of amazing people in this world. So we all need to come together as the one body in Christ and pray against this evil. Because what's happening here is not only are children being deeply damaged, but they're using the children to create a blood rift between races, which is a classic move of theirs. And it's something that is not, it's tragic, but it's the worst of evils. It really is. And those that are involved in that, I'm, I'm going to tell, say this openly, your day is coming. And I will honestly say, Heaven will find forgiveness for the children that were manipulated. But for those that have manipulated the children, you are getting a one-way ticket to the lake of hell. And we would otherwise say the lake of fire. It's coming. And so the, this, the work that we do today, not only helps heal, but it also opens up that, that request for the courts of heaven to intercede and ultimately start raining down the judgment that needs to happen on those that are trying to once again weaponize the children for the sake of satanic whores. And that just can't happen. So with that, patriots, let's um, open with a prayer. Father God, come here today very humbled and blessed to assemble as we do each week. And today, Lord, we have a lot in our hearts, prayers for healing, prayers for our nation, prayers for our youth. And so we ask that you'll hear our prayers today as we put ourselves before the throne. 
And we declare the, the authorities given to us by Jesus and the blood of the cross, not only to heal, not only to cast out demons, not only to raise the dead, but to do greater works. And Father, there's a lot of greater works as well in our prayers this today as we start to look at the nature of, a, of an enemy that's using children, weaponizing them, trying to use them as a tool to destroy culture, to destroy hope, to destroy unity, and leave the ravages of their warfare for generations ahead. And Father, that's just something that as we sit here today, we are going to pray against and absolutely cannot accept. Father, you've given us the authorities on this earth to walk as stewards, the authorities over all evil, to step on snakes and scorpions. And with that, Father, we're also reminded that we do not fight this war with the weapons of the flesh, but rather the weapons of spirit that will have the power ultimately to destroy fortresses, not just strongholds, but fortresses. So today, Father, we raise our prayers to heaven to hear our hearts and to say we are armored up. We are prepared for what we are going into today to engage in a ferocious and ferocious battle against the enemy, that this war will begin and will always and will be won on the spirit realm in which it will reflect down into the flesh. But we will be waging war today. We wage war with the tools given to us to tear down these fortresses that the enemy is building to encapsulate, to encapture people, to hold them hostage as we strip away their cold, free the many, and in the spirit realm and watch the world transform around us as the flesh begins to once again live in unity with the spirit. Father, we just ask that you hear our prayers today as we humble ourselves, as we place ourselves begin in this beginning of prayer today, we equally place ourselves before you to say that, Father, for whatever sins we have done, known or unknown, we ask for your forgiveness, that we enter this space with a loving and forgiving heart to understand the mightiness of what we are doing, the authorities given to us, and that this is greater than any, any one of us, but we are rather working in the body of Christ to raise up the mightiness of heaven to establish again the glory here on earth. Guide us in our prayers guide us in our wisdom, bless us in our steps, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. A really important um, revelation as I was traveling out, and just a, a message that God really put on me. And it had to do a great deal with the levels of corruption that we are dealing with. We are dealing with an insidious level of corrupted mind that is settled in to our world. And I asked Father, like literally, like, what do we do about this? How do we overcome this type of enemy? And it had to do with children, and it had to do with the corruption we we're seeing around us. And his response to me was, was very clear. He said, you're fighting the war on the wrong plane. You're trying to engage these corrupted practices on a physical plane when in fact it's you need to be, be engaging first in the spiritual that's where the battle is that's where the enemy's holding up and where the enemy's literally capturing souls and that's reflecting here on earth today that makes a lot of sense when we start to look at the explosion of this the lgbtq movement we start to look at the explosion of the transgender movement these are all very dark and demonic-driven activities, and that is a place that we need to start working to freeing the people from that enslavement and the demonic. The level of warfare that we have to engage in has to be intense, has to be focused, and we have to understand that it does not come without risk. 
and I say this very clearly for everybody this morning, armor up. You need to be armored up. That helmet of salvation is very critical. And much of this war comes to the, comes to the mind as Satan tries to capture the mind to get us to believe in the lies, the fears, the anxieties, the anger, the hatred, all of those things so that we cannot lean into God with the clarity and glory of heart that he gives us to love. But love is not weak. Love is a representation of the power of forgiveness and mercy that heaven brings to all of us. At the same time, love is ferocious, like a mother protecting her child, like Jesus flipping tables, like Jesus standing in the Pharisees and calling them out by name. That's ferocious. But love is also the compassionate Christ that comes before the, the accused adulteress and tells her, go and sin no more. These, this is the range of true love in heaven that is mighty as the mightiest warriors, but its centered point is mercy first. We are waging the war that way. So if we come into these battles and you're carrying with you anger, vengeance, violence, hatred, fear, these are tools of the enemy. And so we begin this morning by casting any of that out. And in the name of Jesus, if any of that sits within our community this morning, we cast it out and rebuke it. That these emotions, these thoughts, these things that are of the hand of Satan are not welcome here. That we place a hedge of protection around the entire community of Bard's Nation that engages in prayer this morning. Whether in this live stream or whether later on you are all stepping into the same place. For God has God's timing is not our timing. And God does not know time the way we see time. So today we establish a powerful hedge of protection around Bard's Nation powerful hedge of protection around all prayer warriors, casting out and rebuking any of the influences of the devil that may seek to guide us, misguide us, guide us away or misguide us in our ways to try to incite and to instill evil within our prayers. There is no place for that here. For we speak truly with the, with the heart of Christ and we walk mightily as our King and our Savior and as our warrior Christ that leads us to take on and engage this enemy to declare and proclaim all authority over the enemy and now to move forward to the greater works of raising the world through the gospel of Jesus Christ, healing the sick and broken, casting out demons, raising the dead, and seeking the greater works in Christ Jesus' name. So, Patriots, I want to begin this morning with a quick prayer for Don Cox, who is the owner and founder of Bald Guy Coffee. Uh, and, and he is the only coffee guy I could have ever imagined would be the perfect coffee guy to learn about coffee. He has passion for the bean, if you will, in, in a way that it transcends anything you've ever considered. He is a he was an Anglican pastor. He has traveled the world doing youth ministry in Africa and in South America. This man has a passion for Jesus and lives his life in taking his ministry now, one cup at a time, literally, to bring the, the glory of the Holy Spirit to every single person that sips from his coffee. His entire space is anointed. He runs his business that way in a kingdom-first model. He's truly an amazing heart, and I'm just praying this morning for a continued blessing of the, not only for the success of his business. And so, Father, please hear our prayers and we continue to the continued blessing for Don Cox and Bald Guy Brew and, and Bald Guy Roastery to raise up this amazing 
family of people that you've introduced me to, to bring them into Bard's Nation in a blessed and beautiful way to create something greater than we've ever imagined as these doors you have begun to open, just to use coffee as a mechanism towards literally transforming the world in a way that we've discussed and shared and to literally raise up something as simple as a cup of coffee to literally bring the Holy Spirit to every person's lips. Let this be an amazing moment in time where we start to see the greatness of kingdom bring great communities together. Bless Don for what he's doing, and may you bless him with the ability to come to Bar's Nation and be introduced for all that he is to speak the, the gloriful words that he has in his heart and to help again raise up and to prepare the saints for the work of the ministry. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. And oh yeah, it's been some crazy good coffee days. If you like coffee, and even if you don't, this is something that's pretty amazing. Coffee is the third largest commodity traded on the globe. So I'm saying that because I want to seed something into your thoughts and let this run wild and fantastical. I want you to imagine taking back the growing distribution and consumption of coffee to the power of the people and take it out of the global powers of the of the transnational corporations. Even when you hear things like local grown, local sourced, it doesn't get to avoid the supply chain of going through these global traders. But if you could imagine a world where coffee as an, as an item, a daily consumption, we've talked about this many times, how much our local choices affect national and international impact. If you can take away the control of coffee, you are now stripping from the cabal a powerful tool in their business of the global economy, putting it back in the hands of the people, putting it down again to the root of the people, and bring. And it's all driven by the choices that we make in what we put in that cup, literally. That what you put in your cup has consequences, and literally it makes global impact. So just seed that in because that's the nature of conversations that the door that God has opened for Don Cox and I. And it is something that is going to evolve here. We'll get into more detail on it through the weeks ahead. But I'm telling you, there is something very powerful here. And whether you like coffee or don't like coffee, I guarantee you're going to at least love the idea of coffee when we get down the road on this one. You'll, if you don't have coffee in your life, you're going to have it soon. <laughs> Just telling you, it's a blessed Holy Spirit thing, drinking that cup of brew. It's so awesome. So it's good. All right, Patriots, let's begin. This is from, uh, I was trying to see here. This is a response to a prayer request. So this came from one of our followers we, praised, we prayed on last week, Brian Heathcott. Uh, five minutes after Scott prayed for me this morning. Oh, I'm sorry, this is someone else. Hold on just a second. I'm trying to see where this is. Okay, no, this is another one. Uh, this is a praise report. My apologies. Um, here we go. Um, a, pray, a response to this prayer request. Five minutes after Scott prayed for me this morning, my daughter's fiance called. We have a Wednesday night Bible study, and he was wondering if he could invite a young man who made some big mistakes, killed someone in a car accident, went to prison, and found Jesus in his own, on his own just from reading the Bible in his cell. He also asked about doing something like a fishing outreach where we could teach youngsters how to fish 
and get them away from the wayward path. There you go. I'm, I'm kind of thinking, uh, uh, I'm trying to read SDK side. He's, oh, I'm sorry. I'm SDK, SD Keith K on Podbean podcast. That's Keith Klutzko. So that, praise Jesus. That came as a response last week for Keith asking for guidance of doors to open to seek the path of Father God. And there within five minutes of a prayer, the door was thrown open and the path was made more clear. I believe truly, as we talked about last week, that Keith's calling, as God put on my heart, was to start walking in the path of his pastor who had passed away and to start taking that passion for Christ into the world. And that's the word that God gave. And apparently, he's getting the word because the door was thrown open five minutes after prayer. So praise Jesus. Father, we just want to thank you. And we're humbled here with yet again, as we start to see the power of the Holy Spirit and prayers and your voice working in our lives to bring to us each the, the opportunities and the paths which you seek us to be on. Father, may you continue to bless Keith and guide him in his steps, open the doors that only you can open, guide him forward in all that he does, and to raise that passion for the Holy Spirit and the love of Christ into the world, to help those in need, to excite them and to inspire them, and to reach higher than they ever thought possible. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Dolores, we prayed for this morning, came home on hospice today, but then this happened. Hi, all. Okay, so that was this is the praise report. Dolores, who we prayed for this morning, came home on hospice today, and then in big caps, but then this happened. Hi, all. Wanted to share some good news. My mom's tumor has shrunk. It used to be at a 4, then a 2.8, and now a 2.2 centimeter. This is good news. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you, Jesus. She wants to cancel hospice, too. Mary all in. <laughs> Remember, don't ever box your prayers in with what the doctor tells you. That's spellcasting. We are the children of the Most High, and when we pray, we break strongholds, we break those spellcasts, and we bring healing through the power and the Word of Christ and the love in Jesus and the powers and authorities given to us by heaven. So, Father, thank you for yet another miracle of um, praise as we we witness again the power of our true faith in you and the glories which you flow through us as we become the vessels by which you work to deliver truly the power and glory of, of healing on this world, to cast out the demonic, to reset this beautiful body temple that you've given us to the perfection and glory of heaven. We just ask for the continued blessings over Mary Allen's mother, Dolores. And this may actually, it's... Um, yeah, for Dolores, um, and just help her and raise her up in the mightiness of kingdom to continue to give her strength and an incredible walk here to be able to truly cancel hospice and see, and we're praying, Father, just to see that tumor disappear completely, not just 2.2 centimeters, but zero, no more tumor to cast it out, to heal this body in the perfection of kingdom, and to bless Dolores with all the love and glory that heaven can bring. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Another praise report, responding to uh, SD Keith K made me realize I needed to share a praise report from prayer two weeks ago for my daughter, Melissa. 
She is fearful of cancer because of her dad dying from cancer at 14 plus or 14 plus years ago. The ultrasound of a mass under her skin on her thigh showed it, it showed it was benign, a fatty tumor, praying for complete elimination of the mass. Praise God she is well and in good spirits. Thank you for praying, Carol B. Well, Father, I want to thank you for yet another miracle of healing as we pray into these to restore the, the body and glory of the, of the temple that you give us. Father, we're praying here for Carol B.'s daughter, uh, Melissa, and we're, just, we're praying on and casting out any fear. The, the legacy of, of, a, of ancestral ties and ancestral burdens becomes often a trap that we get caught in. And what was of the father or mother can become the, the darkness of the child. Father, we break any chains on this fear that is within Melissa and, the, and pray that this moment in time of miraculous healing as her tumor is not one of, of threat, but rather a, a fatty tissue. Not only is it removed and cast out, but that this fills her fully with the confidence and love within the Holy Spirit, the power of Jesus in her heart, and the realizing that we are overcomers. We are not subject to the, to the enslavement given by the enemy to hold us in chains and bonds to this world as we as the tools of the enemy seek to degrade and destroy the perfection of the body temple you give us. So, Father, we, we pray for continued healing of Melissa, complete and total healing as we cast out any of those, those maladies in her body, this fatty tumor. We're just praying and seeing it removed completely from her body and the filling of her, of her whole body with the power and glory of the Holy Spirit, the joy and love that comes from heaven, the understanding that there is no fear as we walk with Christ and the settling of her heart to break those ancestral ties and to have her step now into the glory of kingdom and truly living free in this world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I want to thank everyone who is part of Bard's Nation and especially you, Scott. You prayed for my mother, Sandy, a few weeks ago on Coffee and Jesus. I stopped over to see her tonight and she's doing much better. She was up walking around for long periods of time. She's put weight on and she's she was smiling again. She's even been able to drive and run errands. <laughs> Praise Jesus, this is awesome. So she heard your prayer and wants to thank you and everyone who prayed for God, prayed for her. Sorry, God is great and all things truly are possible through Jesus. She said she feels so blessed. God bless Bard's Nation. I see you all as my family, and it's the best family anyone could ask for. Thank you, Scott. God bless Brian Heathcott. Well, Father, we just want to thank you for, again, for the miracles of, of healing that you continue to pour down upon us and using us as the vessel to believe to deliver that. Father, I just want to pray for the continued blessings of Brian's mother to continue to strengthen her, to restore the health in her body, to give her the freedom to be alive in this world and, and released from the chains of, of the demonic. We pray for the uh, continued hedge of protection around her and her home and to continue to fill her fully with the power and glory of the Holy Spirit to raise up that joy of Jesus and that love of life, that spark to be set free into this world, to truly live mightily as a, a, a child of you and truly the love of Christ in her heart. And we ask these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Time for us to dig in for some hardcore prayer warfare. 
to do that, we need a sip of coffee. Oh, that's a good one today, too. That's a Mexican Mexican roast from Bald Guy. That's the only coffee I'm drinking these days. It's so cool. It's so good. Yep, that's a blind, unabashedly raw pitch for the best coffee, in my opinion, around. So there you go. Bald Guy Brew. It's great. He's got two locations here, too. One in Boone and one in Blowing Rock, right near each other. It's going to end up being like a migration. All of Bard's Nation's going to come here in mass and have like a big coffee party. That'd be pretty cool. I'd, I'd like that. That's good. Might have to do. We might have to do like a get together at one of the, one of his locations, like a big old barbecue. He, by the way, Don roasted a barbecued smoke, some of the best ribs I've ever had yesterday. He used a, a Texas spice rub another rub that he makes, and then he put some hot mustard on them, and he let them be on the grill for like eight hours. Oh, my gosh. That was like over the top, and it was mm, 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 mm. so good. Oh, and I bet that makes like everybody sitting here going, oh, it's like me saying in the morning, which I, I would never do this to stimulate your, 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 your taste buds, but just like sitting here as we're doing coffee and Jesus, and you smell that aroma of apple-smoked bacon coming across the room. <laughs> there you go. That's the perfect morning right there. All good. All right, Patriots, we got some serious warfare to do. Let's dig in. We're going to have some fun with Jesus this morning. We're going to kick it, and we're just going to actually rain down on the devil. And by the way, devil, you are not welcome here, brother. You and your demonic forces, uh, we're going to cast you out, and you're not going to have a good day if you're hanging around just telling you. Might want to throw up the white flag now and just go and beg for forgiveness before the feet of Jesus because we're, we're here and we're on fire and uh, we're taking things back because we have the authorities, we're the children of the Most High, and we declare those authorities openly in this world knowing who we are as the children of God. All right, Patriots, here we go. Scott, one of the, my coworkers' husband needs prayer for healing. She and her husband our professors are professing Christians and did not get the jab. For six years, Thomas has been fighting a bold, or a blood issue. His hemoglobin count keeps dropping and he has to get iron infusions and sometimes blood infusions depending on how low it gets. He seems to need these infusions about every three months. They don't know what causes it. Janet, the wife, and my coworker is rightly concerned about the blood trend infusions due to jab blood in the blood banks now. Please pray that Father would heal his blood, correct the iron levels in the blood, clear them of their dependency on these iron and blood infusions, and if necessary, show Janet and Thomas if there are any changes they need to make in their habits to improve his health going forward. Love in Christ squeaks squeaks brother i love that name i'm still convinced it's probably something in your your aircraft when you sat in and it went the seat went squeak every day you've never told me that story one of these days you're going to that is just by the way squeaks is like a top gun pilot he's super cool dude so hero absolute veteran hero for this nation all right listen the right as i'm talking here and then what god's really putting on my heart which is important and this is to um this is to Thomas and Melissa. And, and I just heard these words as we're talking and God says, 
I'm glad you finally come home to be healed. Powerful. You come to the right place. This is, and when I say that, not just the right place, but the right location in your heart. And the healing here begins. You've been fighting something that's unknown because the doctors can't see the work of demonic. They can't see the chains and binds of the, of the ancestral ties. They can't see those things that have got a hook in you, but God can. So Father God, we're praying for Thomas and Janet and, and this burden that they're carrying in their life, this fight that they've continued to, to carry and just want to begin by honoring their heart of never giving up climbing a mountain that seemed like it may be impossible. But today, Father, we're praying for the glory of finding the, the peak of the mountain to finally understand the climb that's there. And in so doing, breaking the chains and bonds of this, of this dark hold that's been on Thomas's life. Father, Thomas's medical condition today for his, with the low iron counts and the need for blood infusions, and now that the enemy has laid on another layer on this, the layer of fear and anxiety of infected blood, well, Father, we're rebuking all of that, for this is no longer needed. We're praying and, and for complete and total healing and restoration of the body of Thomas, that no longer will any of the blood infusions be needed, no longer will the iron counts fall. Rather, this was a work of the enemy, and we're breaking those bonds and raising this up in the power and glory of the, of the Holy Spirit. Father, we place a hedge of protection around Thomas and his whole home and his, and his loving wife. We pray that anything that was there in the demonic, you have no more authority over Thomas, and we cast that out and rebuke that in the name of Jesus. In fact, any more attempts by evil to come near Thomas are now rebuked and sealed in such a way that the demons can only speak Jesus as Lord for eternity, and we cast them to the feet of Jesus and Jesus for you to deal with them as you choose. Thomas is a child of the Most High, and we raise this power up in the glory of heaven as we now press in hard with our prayers, casting out any of the infection and seeing the power and glory of heaven restore this body to the mightiness of kingdom as it was intended. No more will these ancestral ties be affecting you. No more will the burdens of life be waiting on you. This mountain that you have climbed, there's now a sun sunrise to witness at the top. So reach hard, Thomas. Hear the voice. And Father, anything that they need to do within their lives, however the changes need to be made, we pray and ask that those doors will be open and be revealed in a mighty way that there's a restoration in the way that we eat. There's a restoration in the way that we live. Make those choices mightily and make and guide your heart. And so, Thomas, this is me speaking. It seems to be a bit of a nudge from Father God, but just something to hear. Again, we know we've learning about the power and restoration in clean eating, and there is something to research and follow your heart in terms of carnivore diet and in terms of looking as well at other medical solutions, alternative therapies, explore those. But let go of the chains of the medical institution. Now trust in him gloriously. And Father, we pray for the masterful healing that you can do in the perfection of the body. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. This is uh, Trish, 17 years old. It's a prayer request for a friend. Tristan, 17 years old, who had reconstructive surgery on his shoulder, developed intense itch that nothing resolved. The plates and screws were removed from his shoulder, but the itchiness was not resolved. He, is, he was diagnosed with stage 3 non-Hodgkin lymphoma in a mediastum, 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 medical words, I swear, they are not my forte, mediastum mass. 
His family are believers and they are prepping for chemo. The, the spell cast was 99% survival rate. Thank you for the, in, for the continued prayers. Christine. Well, Father, we're praying for Tristan. At 17 years old, a young man who has a full life ahead of him that's been subjected to the fear and the horrors of the of the spell cast of cancer and even with a modicum of a of a survival rate the spell cast is leading to the idea that he there is a possibility of death father we begin by casting out any of the influences that will now shape a future of a young man these are spell casts to try to shape our way and our limit of our life. And we free that burden from his mind and we cast them out and we place a hedge of protection around, around Tristan so that he now has the clarity to reach and feel the power of the Holy Spirit to fill him and to begin to restore him. There's something in the heart, Tristan, and just have faith, dig in deeper to Jesus and to breathe in deep in the Holy Spirit. And Father, we pray that the Holy Spirit will just fill him and, and any of the demonic that's trying to actuate this or manipulate this is cast out and rebuked, and there's no more activity. They have no more authority here with Tristan. Father, in, in this place here, we're also praying that the, the, the wisdom to be settled on the heart to seek alternative therapies, again, to seek alternative therapies. So much of the problem is we become looped in with the belief and the worship of the institutions of a broken hospital system, a medical tyranny, it constantly seeks the first avenue. It's where we seek our first avenue of choice for healing. And hospitals are not designed to heal. They're, they, they're designed as an extension tool too often of the power of the, of the darkness. Find the healing first in the, in the body of Christ. Let the wisdom of Father guide you and then make your choices appropriately there to how you use hospitals. To underline this, and as a reminder of Father as I'm speaking here, not all things in the medical are bad. The center point, though, has to be coming to Christ first to seek healing through our Father and from there to seek the guidance that will lead us to the proper outcomes and solutions. Our, our general practitioner, family doctor, it should always be Father first in all things. So, Father, we ask for that blessing and the, the doors that open and the clarity that you need that each that Tristan needs and the family needs in the steps ahead to embolden that body, to restore that body, and this itch. There's something with this itch that's very dark and demonic. And so, Father, whatever that is, we're casting that out. We're pressing that away. We're breaking any of the chains and bonds that may be there for the demonic. And now we're stripping that from the body as we as we see the Holy Spirit fill him bless him, restore him, and bring this body back to the ground, grand perfection of a young man of kingdom in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Dear fellow prayer warriors, praise our God who is above all gods. There was a delay to vote because one Eaton, two, uh, Eaton Township trustee had to work. Now, this has to do with um, up near... East Palestine, and this was the these are the ladies that are fighting that war in a big way, trying to prevent the uh, the the insidious darkness of evil from settling in to turn that place into a a burning and the de de uh, disposal plant for the toxic waste. 
So again, there was a delay to vote because one Eaton Township trustee had to work. It was motioned to continue the public hearing without further public input until 4 October 23 to allow him to listen to the tape cassette. Once the public hearing is adjourned, the trustees have 20 days to vote regarding Ross Environmental Incorporated rezoning request to heavy industrial from a 23-acre fly ash landfill to a landfill 10 to 17 feet underground and 50 feet high. The public keynotes were shot down by the trustees' attorneys. Thank you for praying, Christine. Well, Father, we're praying against Ross Environmental Incorporated, and we're praying against the county board members that may be, that are being peddled behind the scenes with influence and with money and offerings and any of that activity. Father, we're praying we're beginning with a, such an accurate and rancid settling in of the taste and the heart of every every county commissioner that engages in the, the ideas of self-grandizement or self-benefit through Ross Environmental, that it truly becomes like a physically nauseating experience, that our county commissioners now are, are struck with having to choose a path, make it very clear, Father, and we pray that this is, the, with the authorities given to us, that this path becomes very clear, that if they choose the path of the people that are speaking to them, they will find the joy in their heart. If they choose the path of Ross Environmental, Every step, every breath becomes one of this taste of bitterness, of, of heaviness, of darkness, and that they, they see visibly in this moment in time the choices that they make and whom they are choosing to serve. For Ross Environmental that is trying to turn this place into a, a pit in the zone, we rebuke their work here. And this is, this is work that they're trying to leverage their power and control as part of a much larger agenda that we're very aware of in preparation for Ohio's push to do greater silicon manufacturing and having a disposal place in place using the cover of East Palestine to build out a larger facility to use to dispose of toxic waste to once again defile the land. Father, we pray for a blessing over the entire land, and we rebuke any of the attempts of the devil to turn every, to everywhere they turn to try to defile the land. We take back any of the authorities that they may have given or have been acquired. We break the chains and bonds of those authorities that may have settled in over the, the cost in human life and blood and sacrifice, and we rebuke any of that in this situation to raise up truly the power and love of, the, of those that are fighting in the name of heaven as we bring this whole issue to the courts of heaven to be judged. Father, this is a time now where we must continue to find a new way forward and way forward that does not continue to create technologies that continue to pollute, destroy, maim, harm, defile the land. And may this be the beginning step in that prayer and that that walk as we together come together in humanity to realize truly the mightiness of our prayers and the unity in our heart in Christ to be stewards in this world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. So, Patriots, that leads to two more prayers that are just on my heart here that um, outside of the normal prayer requests. And one is in an article that I just came across for the Amish. They're under siege. The federal government is attacking them constantly. Part of East Palestine as a result of polluting their water supply and polluting their lands with what burned there. It was a very dark and devious attack that was waged against the people. We have the, the federal government has now raided at least one, if not more than one farm 
of, of the Amish taking their meat, taking away their whole milk, claiming that they violated the rules of the federal government, not allowing them to, to process. So, patriots, we just want to raise our prayers for the Amish community that's up in that area in Ohio in Pennsylvania. And, Father, may you just continue to bless them. We pray for a hedge of protection around the entire Amish community. Father, this is a place here where they have tried to live a clean and and healthy life. They're trying to bring that clean food that's restorative into the communities. And we have a federal government backed by evil cabals that seeks to undermine any of those attempts so that people can't live free and healthy, but rather become dependent on their corrupted and polluted food and pharmaceuticals that they lace in everything. So, Father, we pray for a hedge of protection around the Amish community. We raise them up in the glory of heaven. We just praise them for the the stewardship which they've done on the land. And may you bless them as they're moving forward to secure their place on this earth, to continue their work in stewardship of the land, giving them freedom to develop good and clean food for the healthiness. And may this tribe be brought into the greater body of Christ in a mighty and glorious way so that we can stand mightily together, arm in arm, in this fight against evil. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Well, patriots, we also need to do a prayer here for this violence that is settled in to, um, is settled in heavily into our cities. We're at a real rift point here. And, uh, it's a, it's a darkness that's settling in and that is allowing violence to become a normal way of living. And in, as that happens in cities, it will spill over into other communities. This is truly the hand of evil. Father, we're praying for our cities now, in particular in the United States, that have fallen into dilapidated third world hell holes, all at the hands of people that were voted into office supposedly by the people. And so, Father, this prayer is taking on a couple of levels as I open this prayer. One is for those in authority and those in influence that put those in power. We are praying for a judgment on, in these cities that every person that was in, as a hand in bringing in a, quote, liberal world order, a woke agenda, these godless environments in which they now ignore and pretend don't exist, turning a blind eye to the hell that's being waged upon your children on the streets. We are praying that each one of these people, council members, city council members, mayors, police chiefs, police members, even the wealthy and the, and the influential, we are asking that they be brought before the courts of heaven to be judged. Father, this is a time and an hour in which we are rebuking any of their authority, breaking their their chains and their connections to authority, and we're asking now that they be presented before the courts of heaven to be judged. Father, furthermore, for those on the ground that are waging this violence, whether it's misguided in the heart or whether it's driven by a true and pure evil which they worship, Father, we're now placing a hedge of protection around these communities that are trying to struggle to stay alive. We're rebuking any of that evil. And for each and every person, every youth that's being utilized by evil, this is what we declare. In the name of Jesus, with the authorities given to us in the levels of even greater works, you no longer have authority over the hearts of the youth in these cities. The, de- the demonic will continue to pursue, and it will laugh at these words, but be, be put on warning. We are the children of the Most High, and the authorities declare to us, we are now rebuking any attempt that you make against these children. 
any attempt to manipulate them, guide them to do evil. And in the name of Jesus, placed before the throne of of God himself, we are declaring judgment upon you, immediate judgment upon you, that you'll be cast into the lake of fire, forever bound to speak the words, Jesus is Lord for eternity before your own master. Father, we pray for the hearts of these youth that are misguided in whatever technologies and influences that are being used to steer them and agitate them into extreme violence, the hatred that's being fused to to put black on white in violence. We rebuke this and we break those chains. We raise this up in in the mightiness of kingdom and we pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to settle in. And Father, equally, we're praying for the war angels to now be active on the ground, fighting off these demons in the seat, in the cities. And we direct this and command this with the authorities given to us to unleash the war angels, to seat into the cities, to start clearing the streets, and to start shredding these demons, and to now take post and guard and sentry upon every street corner to ensure that the city now is free of the demonic bonds and connections. And for whatever bonds and depth of, of connections that are made in these cities across our country that have turned into this dilapidation and degradation, it is literally the heart of evil that we're seeing. And so we pray for cleansing upon these cities, cleansing to break those bonds and chains, cleansing to cast out those demons, cleansings to get deep into the earth and to, to raise up the glory of heaven to cleanse the land and free it from the blood bonds that have been made, the contracts made through the sacrifices of humankind. All of these echoes now are cleansed with the glory and love of Christ as we place the blood across the entire cities to raise up the mightiness and kingdom to start freeing them and setting them free. And so, Father, we do this now here and in heaven as we wage war in the spiritual realm to wage the, the fortresses that are the strongholds of the enemy, which we now visualize as an overlay upon the cities. We are waging this war. We are tearing down those walls and we are entering into these cities as we did with Joshua, slaying every demon, every demon that takes whatever form is there. We are slaying every single one of them to set free our cities. Guide us in this hour, Father, as we wage a mighty war in the realm of spirit. We raise our swords mightily to confront the evil, to destroy the evil, and to set the people of the flesh free. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request. Let me see here a minute. Prayer request for Marjorie on the school construction project. After many disappointing days, the contractor Terry came to see Marjorie today. Once he was paid for the project, he changed today. Changed today, he told Marjorie that he lost interest. Oh, this is irritating. I am. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna raise some wrath on this one. This is the Bars Nation School. And this is a complete screw job as somebody in the community I live in. Okay, Patriots, give me a break because, give me a moment, I'm sorry. I'm just going to speak directly to this contractor. You live in my community. You will not lose interest in this project and you will be held accountable. And I hope you hear this. I'm coming back to fix this if I have to personally. And that will be with God leading my hand of the sword. So we will continue. Once he was paid for the project, he changed. Today told Marjorie he lost interest. Prayers that he follows through with coming back Sunday with his wife to get back into the project and bring to completion. Prayers for Bart's family to rally with help 
as and when needed to share in the work needed. It is well understood that, that this is after Bart's Fest and by people more local to the school project. Prayers also for further healing of Marjorie's hands and success while getting her new phone working as she's been without a phone for several weeks. I'm putting this here with hopes it will be included in the Sunday morning prayer time. It is. So appropriate Jesus and coffee before 5 a.m. Pacific time start. Thank you for lifting Marjorie in the school building project prayer. Carla Brown. Patriots, this is the school that Marjorie has funded out of the calling of God out of her own money. And out of the calling, contacted me with never having knowing where this would lead and telling her that Father, once we announced Operation Vineyard, Father put on her heart to give that school to Bars Nation. And so, <clears throat> and so that school is one of the first strongholds for Operation Vineyard. This school is a beautiful school. Marjorie has 30 acres. She's placed a school on about five acres, an amazing view down into the valley, and it's truly an inspiring place for the children. So it's no surprise to me that the devil's at work here in a weak heart of a contractor that has obviously lost his way. And I'm saying this very clearly. This is not something I take lightly. The commitment was made, money was given, a contract was agreed upon, and work was expected to be done. And if this contractor is not going to complete the work that he was promising to do, there will be judgment. Father God, this is a blessed place with a person with a heart of kingdom. So Father, we begin by a compassionate plea of mercy, yet of harsh re reminder to this contractor who is now stepping back from his obligations. This is something that's been ongoing. And somebody who has taken money for work done, quite apparently now finding lack of interest because he no longer has money. Outstanding, the motivation of the corrupted heart of money has now taken over. So, Father, we are praying here, focused prayer, for a shaking of the heart of this contractor and a realization of the commitment that he's made was not in the flesh but in kingdom to do this work. And may he be reminded by the Holy Spirit and the presence of Jesus himself of a need now to step in and complete the work that he contracted to do. This is one of these projects, unfortunately, that the devil has got to hold. And while we have understanding and mercy for this man, at the same time, there is an accountability that must be placed before him to understand what is at stake. And so, Father, we pray for the presence of Christ himself to make known to this contractor whom he's choosing to serve in this hour. Make the right choice. Father, for Marjorie, we pray for a strengthening of the heart. Whenever demonic and evils are continue to, to plague her communications and, and wage war on her hands, we pray for continued and, and healing of this whole, whole space. Pray for a blessing over this land to cast out any demonic, to place a hedge of protection around this school, to, to raise this up truly in the glory of kingdom and to cast out any of the demonic. And Father, there is something dark that is sitting on or near this land. And whatever that is, there's an unbelief that sits there nearby. That unbelief is a channel for this darkness to occur. And that unbelief as of today is cast out. We are placing an unbelief, a hedge of protection around this unbelief. That unbelief is walking near this land and bringing in something dark to allow the demonic to continue to infect. And this is no longer allowed. 
We are placing the hedge of protection around the school and around all of Marjorie's property, a mighty hedge of protection which will be filled with the Holy Spirit and truly healing and blessed in such a way that those that walk on this land or near this land are transformed in their heart. For those that deny Christ that walk near, that can no longer happen when you come there. It is an enlightening place that breaks down and tears down the walls of darkness and that the walker of these, and these shadows is now cast out and rebuked. There is no longer any authority given in any way as we break these chains of ancestral ties and of those others, the walking in shadows. These ties are broken. And this is a holy place blessed in the blood of Christ to raise that up mightily and to raise that up in kingdom. And for our contractor, may it be clear to him in his heart the choices that he make and he now makes. And may his lack of interest, regardless of where he is financially, be understood that you're making a choice to walk against a project that is, in, that is kingdom blessed. May that choice be clear of whom he serves. And may this moment now give him an opportunity to choose the pathway forward for many more blessings or one of much more darkness. That choice is now clear in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Boy, I tell you, that's such a typical contractor game. Makes me irritated if that didn't show. Oh, but, but in a righteous way, irritated, just so we're clear. Phew, I tell you. Contractors do this all the time. They leverage one job and... Then they, they leverage a job, and then they leverage another job so they can take money off of one to pay another. And then when they get the, all the money out, then they're like, oh, i got to move on. They do it. That's a game in the contracting world. And unfortunately, I live in an area that is going to have to be, well, I might have to bring in some heavy reinforcements on this one. Holy Spirit-led. That'll all be Holy Spirit-led. So... Yeah, we're going to have a conversation here pretty quick to that contractor and just got to let this one go. But I'm coming back on October 10th. You better have some work done. That's all I'm going to say. See you then. Prayers for my stepfather who is in the hospital waiting on MRI results. Thank you, Lane. Update. He is getting our, our, out of rehab on Monday. Dehydration from immune, immunotherapy. God bless you. I love Bard's family. I am so bummed we will miss Bard's Fest. Thank you. Well, Lane, we would love to have you at Bard's Fest, but you can watch it online. Fortunately, we got some high-speed new cameras to have a good online thing. And the Kilton Chicken Leg, I mean, Kilton Christian Duncan is going to be running the, the AV, so that's going to be good. We should have a good presentation. And we're going to have all those links up on the website, so that's good. Duncan. The, the kilted man. That's going to be something, I'll tell you. Kilted man running cameras. All right, Patriots, we're going to pray for, for uh, Lane. Father, we just want to thank you for the blessings of Lane's stepfather who has come out of the hospital and, uh, and he's now has positive MRI results. And we just pray for the strengthening of his body. Apparently was dealing with dehydration from immunotherapy May you just refresh his body with the glory of the waters of heaven. And may it truly refresh him from head to toe and toe to heaven. And just raise him up mightily in the kingdom. May this experience be so mighty that it truly 
opens his heart up to a deeper love and relationship in Christ. And may that guide him in, as he walks in every step to bring that joy of, of Jesus into the world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. And, Father, just an additional prayer of blessings for Lane. Whatever capacity they're in, may and however they listen to or participate in Bards Fest, may they be as much a part of the family, whether they're here or or by distance, and feel the glory of what Bards Fest is about, to bring that into their hearts in this time. In Christ Jesus' name. Lord, please send a quick healing for my friend Lee. She had knee surgery and wanted to go to Bards Fest, but with surgery two weeks ago, it doesn't look like it's going to work out to be able to go. Defsync, Defsync, D-E-F-C-I-N-C. Well, Father God, this is the devil working again. And you and I have had this conversation on the number of people that have been slayed or, or ambushed, the slayed's the wrong term, ambushed by the devil leading up to Bards Fest. And so, Father, we rebuke any of the demonic hand that's in play here. And we now raise up the glory of heaven to, for a miraculous and immediate healing for Lee's knee. And these, are, these can be painful surgeries. These are difficult surgeries. But we're, we're praying and blessing into this an immediate restoration, an ability to walk without pain, an ability to be mobile again, and to have incredible healing so fast and so incredible that doctors don't even know how to explain it. And then be yet another moment for the medical community to witness the true power of healing, not by surgery, but by the glory of heaven. And may this truly be a moment with pain-free for, for Lee, a moment of quick and restorative healing and mobility restored so that she can have the choice in her heart to choose if she wants to go to Bard's Fest, and if so, allow that to be, Father. May that opportunity be there and there's something else here too that just to spread share with lee there is a word here that there if you get to a point where you can start to move and i think father's going to get you there you may have to make a choice but there's something powerful and healing at bard's fest and if you're called to come come in christ jesus name amen continued prayer for lisa o's dad lisa and her brothers and sisters her dad is still adjusting to being in assisted living after attempting suicide. Hang on, I'm going to reread this, sorry. Continued prayers for Lisa O's dad, Lisa and her brothers and sisters. Her dad is still adjusting to being in assisted living after attempting suicide. May he be released from any holds on him by evil. Wow, suicide straight up the hand of the devil. That is darkness of darkness. And it is designed not only to destroy the person, but to create an echo of generational and relationship level destruction and pain that transcends even blood. It's, it's very dark. Father God, we're praying for Lisa O's dad, who has been placed in assisted living and for an attempted suicide. And Father, we know that this is truly the hand of the devil. So Jesus, we're asking that you can make yourself present and literally place your hands upon Lisa O's dad to hold him, to comfort him, to bless him, to let him feel truly the love and purpose of kingdom and his role there, that every person here is born with an intended reason. 
And whatever's happened in this space of feeling that you're so lost that the only thing to do is to take your life, that's the hand truly of the darkest of evil. And we rebuke that and we break those chains and connections that are made there. Whatever was done in his life, intentional or unintentional, that opened up those gateways and built those chains, we break those chains. Those chains are severed and the, and the evil is rebuked. And a hedge of protection is placed around Lisa O's dad. And in the, in the space there, we're filling it powerfully with the power of the Holy Spirit, bringing down the mightiness of heaven. And may the war angels take post around this hedge of protection to ensure that the whispers of the, of the demons of darkness that want to bring this man to take his own life are cast out and never have any authority near him again. Any of those whispers that are left within the mind or the heart, echoes of a past, they're healed. And by the blood of Christ, they're healed and cast out. And may the glory of heaven fill truly all that Lisa O's dad is as he realizes his true sense and purpose in this hour and this time. Jesus, again, just we ask that you have yourself present there to place your hands upon Lisa O's dad to fill him truly with the joy, the glory, the mercy, and the mightiness of who you are. And may this hour be one of true and deep healing, a restoration of the body and the mind, a restoration of the heart and the soul, a restoration of the physical to be and the spiritual in such an amazing way that this time here in assisted living now is one of joy and glory. And if, and if it is your will, Father, to release him from the need for assisted living, to return to a life in full capacity, but however, however that is, to be in an hour now where the love of the family pours out, that this moment of trial becomes one of greater love and unity, and the power of the Holy Spirit raises up Lisa O's dad for the glory of heaven and the joy of being in this time and this place in such an hour as we live. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Please pray for my 82-year-old mother-in-law who has COVID. She doesn't like hospitals and didn't take the jab. So, uh, J.H. J. Huth, 99, I think it's important that we begin with a rebuking of the word COVID. This is a word. COVID is not anything other than a flu, but they're going to try to do everything they can and be the reason they have loaded COVID with a, with a spell cast so that when we say COVID, it immediately conjures up the fears of pandemic of death of needing to take a jab of being unprotected this is all a massive spell cast so father we begin in this prayer today for Jude, for judas 82 year old or jehuth's 82 year old mother and we break this spell cast we rebuke it we cast it out and we cast out the word covid completely Whatever effect the word COVID has, we've isolated it now. And if it's used, it has no more resonance. It has no more frequency to affect the mind, the body, the soul, the spirit. We cast out this word and we and instead come to the realization that this is just a moment of flu, of some sort of bacterial infection, and that truly the, the body can overcome through the power of prayer and the mightiness of the Holy Spirit. Unfortunately, Father, we know that the enemy seeks out to destroy and vulturize those of marginal classes, those that are in a weaker state, elderly in particular, youth. Those are vulnerable classes that the enemy preys upon. So we cast that the enemy's work out here. We rebuke any demonic activity towards Jehu's 90, 99's mother, and we 
We pray for the Holy Spirit to fill her, to comfort her, and to raise her up mightily in, in, in this time, understanding very clearly that it took strength not to take the jab, God bless her, and now to stand mightily on the rock of faith to know that God has you, that this COVID thing is nonsense, and that you can overcome in a mighty way. Let the body be restored. Let the immune system do its job. Let the mightiness of the Holy Spirit flow in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, another huge spell cast we all have to be aware of. COVID is a con, and it's designed intentionally. It was built around such a psyop that when we say it, and people aren't saying flu anymore, they don't say that. And in fact, if you listen to a lot of the latest news, they're using flu again. They're encouraging people to take the flu shot because now the COVID, the people that aren't listening to COVID, that spell cast isn't working. But they're going to, if those that believe in COVID, you're trapped in a spell cast, and we have to break those bonds. Hi, can you please, can you please pray for my daughter? She has numerous lumps in her breasts after receiving two COVID vaccines. She's in a lot of pain. Thank you, Kathy B. Oh, boy. Father, this is a darkness. And I'm going to begin a prayer just for a cleansing of our hearts. And a lot of this is the unfortunate consequence of bad choices. There's a COVID shot. The the vaccine is designed to do exactly this. In fact, the latest whistleblower father, as you know very well, has admitted that it was designed to build blood clots in tumors. And this is exactly what we're seeing. Father, we're going to pray and begin a prayer for Kathy B's daughter's heart. We want the prayer to settle into that heart, to have a change of heart, and to have this change of heart come where now we have a kind of a two-stage transition, but it's a very quick one. Wherever she is in the state of understanding the vax or not understanding the vax, may that, cle- may that be clear, that there is a cause and effect of a choice of taking the vax and a choice and a consequence of where she is medically. This is not a prayer for burden, but a prayer to help break the bonds and the chains of this demon that's now been put in play. To acknowledge the truth, and now with that, to be set free. And so, Father, we pray for that truth to settle in, that the walls that are placed around the heart of so many are broken, and that the truth of the cause and effect of where she's at related to this injection becomes one being able to be spoken into the world. And with that, we rebuke any of the influences of the demonic in this space. And we pray into this, the power of healing of the Holy Spirit, and as this whole thing comes together in one big, perfect orchestra, Father, that the understanding of the consequence of the vax comes at the moment of healing, and they come together, the blessing of that places upon her, and there's a restoration in the body It's incredible. The pain goes away. We rebuke the pain. And there's a cleansing of the body, of the impurities placed and the the complications placed by this vax, that it's poured out of the body. And the body's restored in the power and glory of the Holy Spirit. And may this young lady be able to now stand in the world knowing that she has been blessed and touched by the power of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus, may you place your hands upon her and make your face known to really know where the true sense of healing comes from. And in so doing, heal a heart 
and heal a soul. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Update. The twin boys came early, about two pounds each. Ooh. And we'll be in NICU for a while. Thank you so very much for prayers, and please continue praying. See Yahweh. Wow. Well, Father, this is a, that's a small weight. But two young boys entering the world in a time when there's so much war against children. Father, we pray for a blessing over these two young infants, these twins, and may this blessing pour upon them and fill them fully with the power of the Holy Spirit, and may they be protected by a loving cadre of angels that encircles them and holds them and touches them and prays upon them and sings hymns above them. And Father, may these two young boys who have odds against them now in a smaller state, a smaller size, may they now be blessed with miraculous healing, miraculous growth, or miraculous restoration. And may, truly may either be a wrapping of, of a, a womb of heaven around them to continue them their nurturing and blessing, to ensure that they grow up strong and mighty, that they become overcomers, and that this blessing of bringing in these two children into the world is truly a blessing for us all. Children born in this day that are truly brought in by parents of loving parents, are just so blessed. And may this moment of struggle be a foundation for a life ahead that will be one of mightiness of the sword of spirit, bringing warriors into this world. We know that trials makes us stronger. May this trial be one now blessed by heaven for both the, the mother and the, and the family and these children to raise them up, to be stronger in prayer, stronger in the love of Christ and Jesus. We just ask that you can make yourself present to place your hands upon these two to bless them with your blood and to bless them with your love and to raise them up in the glory of the kingdom. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Bars and family, please raise my wife and my children and my wife's kin in prayer. I lost my brother-in-law, Chris May, yesterday to a massive heart attack. He, he, filed, he filled the gap as grandfather to my daughter these last 10 years. He was more than, uh, more than an uncle. I lost my, my father and father-in-law on my daughter. So my daughters looked, to my, to, looked up to Uncle Chris. Quinn, my 10-year-old, is devastated. This war is real. Lord bless you all. Ezra Snow. Death is one of these very difficult places. And... It's truly a place that, unfortunately, as humans, we are so wired to. Death becomes a place of a heavy burden. And we need to convert death, even though the losses aren't easy, to the celebration of life. Whatever the motive, whatever the cause of a person dying, and there's a lot of that today, obviously. Shots are, these vaxes are causing an unprecedented level of death. And we're having to confront death in a cycle, a repeating cycle over and over in a more common place than ever before. And it's affecting everybody. But death, no matter what, is certain from the moment that we're born. How 
our life is here, our duration depends a great deal on our relationship with Christ, our strength in prayer, and truly the, the forgiveness that we carry in our heart, the detaching from burdens of this world to realize that we are not of this world. And we're reminded that in the past, humans lived for hundreds of years, but nonetheless, death happens. Father, we pray upon this family. And we pray upon this family of a burden of death that's settled in, which now is opening, has the opportunity to open doors of darkness, of fatalism, of, of anger, of, of lack of hope, of pain, of suffering. And we just pray over this family to have that all cast away. We're breaking the bonds of any of this, any chains that are made, any connections made by the demonic to leverage this moment of emotional loss for the benefit of darkness that can settle into a family. And Father, we just ask for a, a blessing, just a pure blessing of love to just fall over this family. A moment that in the state of loss, there's an honoring of the life. And in a state of loss, there's a glorious honoring of the life of that person that was lost, a person who was looked up to, who filled the gap. But to understand that the gap is filled to help raise each person up to be stronger. And so in this hour and in this moment, may the gift of strength settle on each of the family members' hearts to realize that you will always love this person and that memory will always be with you. And the lack of having them there will always be a small gap because you love them and that's beautiful. That's a gift. But let that also be a celebration of what was given, a celebration of life, a celebration of the gifts given to strengthen us moving forward. Just like I still have amazing memories of my grandfather who died in 1977. I still hunt with his rifle. I, I still do things in his memory. And we do every year, we sit and we celebrate, my dad and I, with a shot of whiskey that he would have enjoyed. And we, we give a cheers to him and we have that moment of reflection on what a man he was. He's never left my heart, nor is there a small emptiness that ever goes away. But that's the gift. So honor the gift. And Father, we pray that this blessing will settle upon the family in a difficult time, especially the children. It's difficult to lose somebody like this. But let that memory settle in. Let that voice be heard. Let the echoes of who he was fill them in a glorious way to give them strength and inspiration and, and seek to, to bring greater love into this world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good evening, Bard's family. Hold on. This is the coffee time. Hang on a second. Oh, yes. Man, he knocked it out of the park with this Mexican. Mexico roast. Wait till you hear what we've got planned. Whew. You all are going to be like, no way, Bards. Not a chance. Seriously? Be like, you are going to know coffee like never before. Yep. By the way, it is possible that there could be a Bards brand coffee here within a month. Trust me. This is like God working. It's pretty amazing. Whew, tell you. Get ready. Get ready. It's going to be blessed by the Holy Spirit, too. Man, I'll tell you. All right. Now I guess we got to get out of coffee and get back into our prayers. <laughs> that heavenly moment of a, of a dark drip. And a, oh, it's so good. All right, here we go. Yes, yeah, this is so awesome. Do you realize how great this is, what we're doing here? I mean, seriously, and, and, and let's just give a moment of praise for our, for our Father. And so, Father, we just want to thank you 
truly in this walk that we're in. It's something that started in as a nudge and has grown to be such an event that we come together in block time like this to pray and pray and pray. And we are given the witness of the power of prayers and we are greater. We're given the trust by so many for us to pray into. So Father, thank you for that. And thank you for this opportunity for us to come together in fellowship where two or more are gathered and where truly where we are healed by our testimony among one another with prayers. We're told that in scripture. And as we wage war in the heavenly realms, and we wage war not just standing, but we're waging war against evil, breaking down the fortresses, using the weapons of, of, of the spirit to destroy the enemy and to free those enslaved. So, Father, thank you for this amazing fellowship that raises up in this hour each week in the body of Christ. And may that echo in each step we take, may that relationship and trust in the weapons that we carry be activated on a daily basis in every step and breath we take. And may we wage war in, in teams, in groups, in fellowship against evil relentlessly every hour of the day. Bard's nation is everywhere. And may the enemy begin to tremble in its boots knowing that we are waging war on a global scale 24 hours a day against the fortresses of evil using the weapons of the Spirit in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, yeah going to be breaking down strongholds. But it's more than strongholds. It's fortresses. That's the, that's the biblical term. I mean, it's in the Bible when I say that. I mean, it's like fortresses, which is like, that's heavy duty, right? That's like walls of Jericho stuff. Good evening, Bart's family. Update on my prayer request. I have a consult with an attorney who specializes in partition law. His firm almost solely represents plaintiffs but will handle a very select few defense cases that he feels merit representation. So far, he feels my case is one of those. Please pray that I will be given discernment and wisdom as I deal with this, that I remain calm and continue to trust in the Lord for the details and that the attorney find my case one of merit. I also ask that he would be affordable my most attorneys are asking 10,000 retainers as a minimum and able to get get it dismissed without having to go to trial. Thanks for all the prayers. It is helping more than you will ever know. Not only did another attorney refer me to this guy, but since it was an attorney referral, he's going, he's doing the half hour consult for free. God bless you all. Julie Ross. Julie, we are very happy for you that this is coming together. And this type of warfare is ugly. It's enduring over time, and it tends to be draining. So, Father, we're going to pray for Julie today in this fight and just asking for a blessing to begin with of strength, of patience, and of rest within your arms of heaven. And as Julie is making these steps forward in this fight against this evil that's requiring a the use of the realms of the flesh. Father, we're taking this up to the realm of the spirit. Whatever is seated there, and, I, and there's something very dark that's almost mocking her as they are holding and hoarding this control space. Father, we're waging war against that evil. We're now waging war in a mighty way. We're tearing down that fortress. And within that, whatever's being held in that space and there's children involved here somewhere in the heavenly in the heavenly realm or in the spiritual realm, excuse me, in the spiritual realm. We're setting those children free. 
And Father, this is a this is a moment now where as as happens in the spirit reflects in the flesh. This is breaking the bonds and the chains that are binding this. And then we're praying for great success as a result of this freeing and breaking down of this fortress to set free and and release this case so that it may be dismissed and that the and all the resources being poured into the pockets of these of lawyers now is no longer needed. May there be a blessing of the heart that settles in upon the court, and may there be a clarity and discernment that settles on across the court, and may the patience and the commitment in the, in the Holy Spirit be elevated in Julie Ross as she stands too against this enemy and wages war in a mighty way as the war is waged both in the spirit and the heaven, in spirit and in the physical realm as things are set free and loosed from the chains and control of evil and, and justice restored. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Hello, Scott and all prayer warriors. I had submitted a prayer request a couple of weeks ago for my good friend Anna, who was in severe pain from brain injury and damage to her nervous system due to a freak accident. Since then, her pain has gone away for most part, and she has been able to even start ex exercising again and is slowly regaining her life back. Well, praise Jesus on that one. Father God, thank you again for the glory of, of healing that, that you pass through us as, as the stewards and vessels that, you, that, are, that you use. And Father, we just pray and, and in great joy for Anna and pray for a continued hedge of protection around her and a continued raising up of healing within her body. And may this new sense of returning and restoring be continued in mighty waves not just exercising, but now reaching new levels of fitness and new levels of freedom and new levels of things in her life as she's inspired. And may the memory and echo of the pain be an inspiration to dig deeper within the relationship in Christ, to truly be set free and to pursue things to a higher level. And may this moment in time, which always is a moment of hyper clarity as we humble ourselves before the throne, be one where you can pour out the intentions of your heart, Father, into into Anna to truly open doors for her in ways she never imagined to lead in this world to become testimony for the powers and glory of heaven and the testimony of healing and prayer in Christ Jesus name. Amen. Oh, I see we have some more on that. I didn't read the whole thing. Okay, sorry. Anna faces a problem now with her parents who are refusing to give up guardianship of of her which they enacted against her while uh, against her will after the accident and while she was in debilitated near-death state. Her parents are CNN watching liberals, which is just a byproduct of this world, and forced her to take the vax while she was in the state of against her will. She is worried that they will force meds on her or other things against her will in the future, especially now since the fear propaganda is starting up again. We ask that you please pray for Anna to have these chains of guardianship broken so that they can have her life fully back under control. Thank you, Scott and the prayer warriors. You're truly doing God's work. And that's Astral Assassin. Ooh, that's a pretty cool name there. Had to launch you against those fortresses. We'll send in our stealth ninja, Astral Assassin, to go get those bad guys. We got a mission for you. <laughs> that's pretty good. All right, here we go. We're going to continue that prayer for Anna. Father, we are just... We're just sitting here in this moment. And again, this is a person that you're restoring and 
It is so unbelievable in this world that what power does to corrupt. Father, we're asking for a humbleness of the heart of the family and an eyes to be open and separated from this propaganda nonsense in which people are consumed. And may this settle into a wisdom in the heart that allows them to start realizing that their role is over and that that role is and that chain of control, which is purely demonic. And you're showing it to me and it is a dark, evil connection now that's using the parents to try to manipulate Anna. We break those chains. And we rip those chains out violently if necessary to uproot them and to tear them from the lives. And this is going to leave a little bit of chaos and disarray in the family for a bit. But Father, we pray for a powerful blessing of the Holy Spirit to settle in upon the hearts. And this is going to leave a moment of of disorientation with the parents. And may that power of the Holy Spirit step in. And Jesus, may you step in now and to totally bless them. So they give eyes to see, a clarity that settles into the heart and a joy in the celebration of the restoring of the health of Anna. And may that celebration and joy in their heart release them so that she can now live her life free and live her life clean. And may may the witness of what's happening to her be testimony in their own heart that they need healing as well. And so, Father, we, we cast out those demons. We rebuke them. We have set up a hedge of protection around this, these parents and this family as a whole. And there is no more authority the demons have in this space. And in the void of where they are, may the Holy Spirit fill it and in, encompass that in their whole body and mind and heart to feel the glory of heaven and the joy and love that's deep within. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. My husband, Vlad, has cancer and now my cat, Toby, is very ill. We could use your prayers, please. Thank you. God bless. I'm weary in the fight today. Thank you, Janet Martz. Carrying a lot of weight, Janet. And some of this is weight that's being put upon you by the devil himself. There's some darkness involved here. So just begin just with the word, Janet, to to reach in and lean into Father. We're here to pray with you and to raise you up and you take those burdens off of you. Jesus died on the cross for our sins, but also to free us from the chains and bonds of this world. So release that into him and let him work with you, walk with you, and to lift up your heart and your spirit. These are hard times. And so the, the other part of this word with your husband, Vlad, there's two things. And again, do your research. This is just a nudge. And I just say this thing because it sounds sometimes like I'm advocating for something specific, but I'm doing it. Father's led me to do things that become experiences that I've had, things that I've tried that work. So do your research and let Father lead you. But the beginning part of this is check out Carnivore Diet and check out the, the, the protocols of Dr. Lee Merritt, the medical rebel. Those two combined strip parasites from the body and they're restorative and so much of cancer is a restorative action. And the same with your animal. The lesson that comes even from the, the testimony of, between of Shemaine and Ted Nugent who had a sick dog that was dying and do, followed Dr. Lee Merritt's suggestions of anti-parasitic protocols that the vet in, in used, that animal was healed and restored. So follow this. There's something very, there's something together here. And it's likely the parasitic, the demons work through parasites. 
So this is, a, and this is part of what this shot was. It's a technology parasite. Our life around us is a parasite. It tries to drain our energy. So, Father, we're playing a hedge of protection around Janet completely, encompassing her and her family and her in this, this this cat of hers, which obviously there's a lot of love for. The nurturing of and stewarding of these animals in our lives are very important, and the love of her husband is clear. So, Father, we pray for a hedge of protection and breaking off any bonds and influences of evil and casting out any of the infections that sit within. Father, we ask for an overwhelming pouring down of wisdom and clarity from, from heaven to be able to see forward, to looking at diet, looking at alternative means, to use those two crumbs that were given at the beginning to pursue that research to lead to solutions that, will, that should be tried and trusted. And may your guidance, may your wisdom open those doors to make it very clear, as you have done with me and others, to make it clear what steps are needed to make to use the power of what we consume, the power of, of, of the the cures that are truly there to restore the body and not be dependent on the medical institutions of tyranny. Father, we break the bonds and any sort of spell casting put out here, through the, whether intentional or by, by design of the medical institution to cast those out and to lift up the mind and restore and rejuvenate way of the heart to be an overcomer and not be burdened with these ideas of the darkness of cancer when in fact cancer is part of a parasitic overgrowth. Let this be a moment in time of clarity in the hearts and may there be a massive blessing of healing fall upon this family, a restoration that settles in across all things. And we wage this war in the spirit realm where the, truly the strings are being pulled like puppet masters. We cut those ties, sever them and cast the evil into the abyss. And so doing as we've cut those ties, the, the influences of the evil within the body are now no more. And they are slowly now degrading and they will be passed and pushed out in Christ Jesus name. Amen. Prayer update. There is no doubt in my mind our prayers to Father God are working. Two weeks ago, my not-so-autistic-anymore daughter, Chris Charisma, uh, gave, gave from a man's perspective one of the easiest delivery of a baby ever by by the time I was able to come into the hospital room, my daughter was sitting up in the middle of the bed, cross-legged and feeding her new healthy daughter with the biggest smile I had ever seen my daughter give. I was so shocked to see her like that. I had to ask her if she, was, if she even gave birth. I've been blessed to be able to spend the last two weeks with my daughter, Charisma, granddaughter, Forrest Grace, and her father, Dylan, who, uh, who we have also prayed for. We are only two weeks in, but if this new young family keeps in the direction they are going, they will be awesome. They will be an awesome family. Scott, if we could pray again for the clarity of mind of Charisma and Dylan, I'm sure they will still, they will stay the path they are on as parents. As also because her parents are thinking straight, my granddaughter is vaccine free and I would like her to stay that way. Oh, this was great. Dr. Jab, who wanted to jab my granddaughter, is in whom um is whom didn't show up for the delivery as well and went on vacation the last month of pregnancy. I know this because we all prayed on it. Lastly, I don't know if this means anything, but I find it interesting. My granddaughter was born on the, my day, 
on my dad and brother's birthday. Now three generations share the same birthday. Thanks for the prayers, Scott and Bard's family. Keith from Wisconsin. Keith, come on. Seriously? You don't you think that's a coincidence? A birthday like that? Brother, that's like God's hand right there before you giving you a wonderful message. It's like, I don't know if it means anything. Of course it means something. It means it's a blessing from God to carry on the glory of the family on the on the birthday. What a wonderful thing. Amen. Forest Grace, what a wonderful name. And that's that's so awesome. All right, Father, this is a what a beautiful testimony. And again, you're reminding us of the power of prayer and the power of our faith. We're so deeply humbled and so deeply honored to be part of this. And what a blessing for this family. So, Father, we, we continue to a prayer, a powerful prayer for Charisma and Dylan as parents of this new beautiful baby, Forrest Grace. And our prayer, Father, is for the continued restoration and clarity of the mind as they move forward. That may this blessing of a child, Forrest Grace, in their lives become the tool and vehicle by which heaven blesses them back. A true restoration in health and clarity in mind and thinking as they walk together in this world. Awake as parents in the glory of heaven. In love with Jesus. Making the good decisions to steward and protect this child. And may Forrest Grace, who was born on the same birthday as two previous generations now be a statement for the future of a beautiful life ahead to carry on the glory of the family, to carry on the glory of the love of this family and the power of Jesus in her heart. And may that legacy and that knowledge settle into her over her life to understand what she represents in a, in a bloodline and the glory of what that means. Any of the past and any of the, of the, of the ancestral ties are broken and we cast those out and cast those aside. And this birth now in this moment on those, on those, on that birthday is a rebirth as well for the glory of heaven in this family and the walk in Jesus in this world, bless them, guide them. And thank you father for the amazing blessings already given. May this continue over the span of life. Now, as you raise up to a young family into the glory of this world and as time such needed for this love. And may they be a symbol and a reminder of others for the glory of healing through prayer and the stewardship as parents of a child. Bless them, guide them, raise them up in their community and the world. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. My workplace has been on the market and the rumors are thick about pending deal. My friend has agreed to rent me a place to live that I can afford. Please pray, Father, will be done, and the wisdom and discernment to know where my next mission takes me. See Yahweh. Some of this, I mean, it's going to begin to see what Yahweh to say that our prayers are happy to reinforce this, but you are listening, and the trust is a necessary piece here. All things are transitional in time, and we all will, there will be an ebb and flow. But there's a root that you need to find. There's an, and there's an anchor point that in this transition you're going to be given next, and you need to listen closely to Father, because right now you're, you're like a, a plant that's being grown in a medium of water, that when the water drains, you have no deep root into the soil. So see, Yahweh, this, is, this transition now that you're going into is going to call upon you to seed a deeper root in the soils of heaven and that the soils of your love in Jesus. And that that root is going to give you deeper anchor, stability, strength, and greater growth than you've ever imagined. 
So, Father, we ask for the continued blessing over Siu Awe in this moment of transition. And may those seeds now that you're placing in, in Siu Awe's hand and in Siu Awe's feet take root and direct you see Yahweh in a new direction and one that's going to give the anchor and the foundation and the strength for for the coming days, weeks, months, and years. May this time of transition be one of joy, be one filled with the challenges as all transitions make, but with a new level of commitment and love in you. And may the blessings of heaven pour upon see Yahweh. And may the love of the Holy Spirit fill the heart of Yahweh, and any doubt, hesitation, or worry be cast aside. And may the doors be opened and the clarity of walk be made and given. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayers for my dear friend Liz, who has been so instrumental in teaching me about God, is in my, teaching me about who God is in my leaving the LDS faith and feeling so alone after losing what I thought was truth for over 30 years. She has been my Christ-like example in love and teaching. She is in stage four breast cancer, and the battle is real. Please pray for her healing. This is a text from her this morning. Oh, Julia, I am in so much need of the supernatural peace of God that just evades me. Day and night I feel constant stress of not being in his peace experiencing more and more times of anxiety during during the day during the night i wonder how can this be god's will for me how can i how can i fight this battle when i am so weary and so frustrated about the next minute to come then the next minute i literally watched time ticking by at snail's pace help me jesus i have nothing in myself how can god be in be in this i feel I am under demonic oppression and unable to get myself free. Julia Frederick. This is what demons do. This is what demonic possession does. In a time of weakness, it intercedes and steps in and creates a layer between us and God and uses time, which is an artificial construct, to start spell casting us upon ourselves. Literally now, the clock becomes the spell cast as second by second, and there's doubt that settles into the heart. Julia, this is now a choice and a one you're going to have to make. And you're going to have to begin by speaking Jesus into the world. And you're going to have to cast out these demons and, over, and understand that the cloudiness that has settled into your thoughts is brought about by the fears that this cancer has put upon you. You can't cling to something. You have to cling only to Father God. And there's something in here that I just keep getting nudged about that you're the fear of death, the fear of clinging. Let it go. God's got this. And as long as you let that go, you're going to be in a place where there's nothing that the demons can do to you. But it's being twisted because of time. Time is not God's time. Time is a construct of this world created by a fallen space, which keeps us in an idea that somehow our time is limited. Our time through the blood of Christ is infinite. And how we are called and the path that we walk is for us to make the most glorious time of what we have. To celebrate every second, not to let it wager, a weight upon us. God is here all around you. You have to break the chains by speaking Jesus. And we will rebuke those demons, but you have now to step into this world. And this prayer request was sent by 
her dear friend. And so this is a person who Liz. So Julia sent the prayer from Liz and Liz helped free Julia. This is not accidental. This is now helping one another. This is where two or more are gathered. This is how we work in the body of Christ. So Liz is in need and Julia this is now a time as you've been freed from LDS and understand the glory of Christ, you now have a mighty task ahead to help your friend be set free as well. Remember the words, set ourselves free, keep ourselves free, help others to be set free, and we all can fall victim to evil. So Father God, in this moment in time, you've created an amazing orchestra before us. One who's been freed from the powers and controls of LDS only to find that the person that freed them had been pulled into the darkness of evil. And that right there is exactly what one would expect. Because the freeing of one, evil seeks vengeance on that one who has helped set them free. Father, we pray for a powerful hedge of protection around Liz. A powerful hedge of protection that will rebuke any of these demons. And the demonic and the demons, you have no more authority over Liz. The effort that she's done to free that person, Julia from the LDS, you're now seeking vengeance upon. We declare that not allowed. We are rebuking that completely and casting you out in the name of Jesus and the blood of the cross. Liz is now not a subject to be touched anymore. Father, we pray for the power of the Holy Spirit to fill her and to warm her heart, to lift her up, to put her eyes on the cross and to start hearing the voice of heaven, the angels, the voice of Jesus the voice of you. And those whispers of the demons that are in there turning and making her watch the clicking of the clock, we cast that out and rebuke that with the settling of the heart of the joy of the Holy Spirit to fill her, to warm her, and to give her the true knowledge that she's here in this time for such a glorious reason. Julian, your role here more than ever is to be with your friend, to pray into her, to raise her up, and to lift her up. You've been given the gift of freedom and the enemy's taken something now from you. That isn't the way we work in heaven. The enemy's rebuked and has no authority here. And pray in with that authority day in and day and night. Always pray, pray relentlessly to break the strongholds. And now, Father, we take this war into the spiritual realm. As we look at the enemy who's laughing and thinking they have something, and we're now surrounding the enemy, and the enemy now trembles with fear. We understand very well what the enemy has done, and now we wage war against that fortress. We cut the, the strings that are puppeteering this, this act, this ridiculous play, and we free the two, Julia and Liz, from the controls and constraints of this enemy. The enemy now is looking for places to go, and we will not let you run. You are now being cast into the lake of fire, bound and gagged forever and eternity for playing such a dirty trick upon the flesh to him binding the spirit into, into some torment while the flesh is now panicking in its, re, in its seek for God. The enemy is now cast into the lake of fire. And forever and ever you are now be directed and committed to speaking the words, Jesus is your Savior forevermore. Father, in this moment in time, we shake and rebuke any of the cancers that are there. We pray for healing on a massive scale. And Liz, we are praying into the 
seeking again the wisdom of alternative therapies. Have hope through those that are breaking away from the bonds of and chains of medical tyranny. Seek out that knowledge. Seek the knowledge of Dr. Lee Merritt, the medical rebel. Seek the knowledge of carnivore diet. Read, study, be inspired. Let Father lead your heart. Dig. Use those points as the beginning crumbs to enter into the research you must do. Empower yourself. Cast out those demons. Overcome this darkness. For you are a child of God, a child of the Most High. Stand, speak Jesus, and be healed. Pick up your crate and walk. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Urgent prayers needed. My mother-in-law is in the hospital. She just flatlined, and we don't know how much more she had. And we don't know much more. She had a root canal, and it has gone south. Please pray for a miraculous healing. Her name is Dora. Thank you. Update. Hi, all. Dora is still in a coma and hasn't awoke since she flatlined. Her sodium levels were 111 and should be 135 to 130. 40 range. Her her levels were rising to 117 last reported and hang on just a second. Okay, and uh, also put her in and also put her on antibiotics and a tube down her throat so fluids don't fill her lungs. They did a CT scan and said there isn't any infection in her brain, so that's good news. We're continuing to monitor and praying for miraculous healing. Lori Ship. Father, we, we pray here today with the power of healing and declaring healing over Dora. Whatever reasons that have brought about this, this issue of, of putting her into a coma, Father, we just want to pray that this becomes a restored and transformational moment. And in the authorities given to us by Jesus and by you, we are now declaring healing upon her. Whatever infection, whatever darkness has settled in, now we use this moment in time deep in her sleep to build great restoration in the heart and the spirit. And may that stir and awaken her, her body now being restored to the perfection and glory of kingdom and the power of the Holy Spirit fill her, just literally lift her up. We place a hedge of protection around her and whatever activities are there in the demonic, we rebuke and we break those influences and chains. You have no authority here. And Father, we pray that that just a flowing into the Holy Spirit. The tube that's in her is pouring in the Holy Spirit into her. The antibiotics are those that are being converted to the antibiotics of heaven to literally cast out any sort of demonic influences. Now her body's restored and rejuvenated. And it's, this is a quick and rapid healing, Father. Eyes open, tube coming out, her sitting up, her acknowledging where she's at, knowing her environment, being restored fully in the power of heaven. And may the glory of that knowledge of knowing where healing came from settle into her heart. Then may she become yet another powerful testimony to the world and the power and true power of healing through you, Father, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request for my mother and anyone she has physically touched in the last three days. We traveled to California for my brother's wedding and, and are in the return trip via the train. There was a woman with my mother observed, there was a woman who my mother observed looked like a homeless person at the station three days ago when we got on. The lady had been walking around, touching her mouth, rubbing around her lips and muttering to herself. I did not notice the woman at all. These are, these are my mother's observations. 
Since then, the lady has cleaned up, put on makeup daily, and was largely located in the dining car, but was around her seat often enough that she had insinuated herself as a friendly presence with my mother. She also portrays herself as having very poor eyesight, holding her iPad and other reading material within a half an inch of her face. But her makeup does not look like the mess that usually results from such poor eyes. Over the last day, she has begun getting close to my mother's face, asking, how are you doing? Are you feeling all right? With no apparent reason for the question. Strangely enough, the same woman was sitting in our assigned seats when we boarded our connecting train, saying that she wanted to sit there to be near her bag, which was behind other, the, uh, the seats across the aisle and cannot fit in the overhead storage. If you have never ridden on a train, there are precious few seats that do not have another chair immediately behind them, which allows for easy access to larger bag, which would otherwise need to, to leave out, in the, out of sight on the lower level of the car. Also, seats are not prearranged like they will be in, on a plane. The conductor holds a handful of, of slips in his hand that are marked with seat numbers, off, then hands them out as your ticket is presented, and he allows you to board the train. Just a few minutes ago, my mother told me that she has had feelings that she should pray for a hedge of protection around her, my mother, and anyone she, my mother, thoroughly, possibly the lady too, has been in physical contact with. Sorry for the long story, but I wanted to have context. There are many explanations for several things in my story that could be nothing sinister at all, but my mother has had an overwhelming urge to pray, so I am asking you to fit, lift your voices with me. Thank you in advance. Bards Nation, Pro Rain Cloud. As I'm reading this, uh, there is a real dark sense of this story. And I can only tell you what's on my heart as I read this. That there's something here that's maneuvering and trying to get close to Pro Rain Cloud's mother. Something almost like, and it's almost like the muttering that was being done is a form of witchcraft. And something is here. This is the enemy taking possession of a physical form and trying to disrupt and cause pain and torment. We're in a world right now where the demons are, are moving all over the place. And unfortunately, many of the homeless people become victimized by it. So this homeless person somehow has been, in, in my opinion, and what I've got is on my heart, has been captured and is being used. So, Father, we pray. We're going to begin this prayer in the heavenly realms. We're going to begin this prayer in the spiritual realm. We armor up now with our armor. and We raise our swords of the spirit. And, Father, we're, we're on the hunt now for that which is manipulating this, this demon, this demon that's manipulating this, this woman in the flesh. And Father, as we see and look around, we find this coven who is truly out here stirring the pot, trying to make stirring problems here on earth. As we encircle this coven, we cast them out and we slay the demons there, casting them into the lake of fire and severing the ties and the bonds and the, and the bridges that are made with the flesh on earth. Father, as we pray now a hedge of protection around Pro Rain Cloud's mother, we pray a mighty fortress of a powerful hedge of protection sealed by the blood of Christ. And any spell casting that's being done, any witchcraft that's being manipulated, we break that. 
and the person that's being consumed or controlled by this demon, now you're set free. There is no more binding you to this walk. And may your eyes be given clarity. May the scales fall and the words that you speak truly be words of loving passion from the heart. The heart was, has been easily corrupted. There's a wounding of this woman deep. And with this, there's almost like multiple personalities that are coming through and taking multiple form. Father, we just we break off any spell. We break off any attempts to cast spells. And we cast this woman aside. Have her to find her way now on her own, not, not attracted anymore, and realizing that her work is done, that any attempt that she tried to do is now failing, and that she's no longer engaged and separates from rain, from pro rain cloud's mother in the in this powerful edge of protection is a powerful presence as well of the holy spirit that fills this space and fills this room fills the entire train car and this woman this homeless woman who's in torment jesus we ask that you can just simply place your hands upon her and we pray for massive healing in her we pray and rebuke the demons that may be within her and we pray for the glory and the love of christ the blood of christ to touch her and that the words jesus be spoken from her lips and that truly the power of the holy spirit take over and cast out those demons and for pro rain cloud and her mother we pray for a, a powerful overwhelming touch of love the glory and power of the love of jesus overcome them and that truly to speak the words to this woman that settle their heart and pushes away the demon and separates the heart of the woman from the demon influence that's there remembering that we have severed those ties in the spiritual realm and now that demon is left without any sort of higher level controlling and is vulnerable and for that demon we cast you out and place you at the feet of jesus in christ jesus name Amen. Scott, love, love this comment about coffee and Jesus last week. I am studying Isaiah right now, and this steps right in. Prayers for all these hurting people. Prayers for our Heavenly Father is known. My daughter has suffered from trauma and tormented by seizures. I truly feel the seizures are satanic harassment. Please pray for my daughter for deliverance from both. Roseanne Johnson. My daughter has suffered from trauma and tormented by seizures. I truly feel the seizures are satanic harassment. Please pray for my daughter for deliverance from both. Well, Father God, we, we raise up Roseanne Johnson's daughter, someone who has been has suffered a, a trauma, and we just pray for the true, the blood of Christ to pour over her, to heal that trauma, and to take and cast out any of that demonic influence that's causing the seizures. Father, this is a, a darkness here that settles in on the most vulnerable points. And so we establish an armor, a, your armor over, over Roseanne daughter, a complete armor that uncovers her, encapsulates her and protects her. And Father, we pray that this hedge of protection that goes around her now is a hedge of protection that's filled with the Holy Spirit to lift her up, to raise her up, to heal her and to cast out and to rebuke any of the demonic that's there. Any demon force that is there, you're now rebuked and your authorities are severed and you're now placed before the foot of Jesus to be dealt with as Jesus sees fit. And so, Father, as we raise up Roseanne Johnson's daughter, we raise her up in the glory of heaven, that healing be complete from head to toe and toe to heaven, head from heaven to earth and earth to heaven. May she be completely healed. And any sort of influence that's coming from the spiritual realm, we're there now, cutting those ties, severing those bonds, encircling and raising up prayers to free this 
in person from the chains and control of the de- of evil. As evil now tends to step back, realizing that we're there in presence, armor up mightily in the Holy Spirit, mightily as the children of God, mightily as the children of the Most High. We rebuke any of the attempts to to from the spirit to the to the flesh, and we completely raise up Rosa and Johnson's daughter for complete and total healing and restoration in Christ Jesus name. Amen. Hello, prayer warriors. My mom and Janet need some more prayers. She had us, she had strokes back in March and we thought she was doing a lot better. The last three weeks, she has been really hard with managing her blood pressure. We don't know what happened. One day we were doing just fine. Then the next, we have been having a lot of trouble when it, with it getting higher, high enough for rescue meds to be taken. She just had to take, take it today, making two days in a row. Her blood pressure is tied to kidneys and adrenals. She has had issues with adrenals for years that we have made progress on before this happened months ago. But now if she takes an ermal adrenal support, her blood pressure spikes. But without it, she gets super weak. And now it seems that her spiking of blood pressure is giving her more giving her some heart issues. We are working on working as much as we can in the natural with natural foods and supplements, but I am starting to think that the way this is this is way more just in the natural. She is getting tired of fighting. It does not help. She is still not sleeping, and she is now wondering if she is going to have to give up coffee. Thank you in advance for the prayers. I eagerly look forward to sharing God's healing with all of you soon. Update. We thought she was better. BP was slightly elevated, hanging out in the 140s, 140s over 70s most of the day. She was stable enough. I went into the city to get something, but she is on the verge of taking another clonidine if we can't get it down soon. She just took it, and it was 176 over 84. Took some supplements and a baby aspirin, no drug interactions, and was we are waiting to take the homeopathic Herx remedy. Update. It is slowly coming down, 156 over 77. Hopefully this means no rescue meds today. Thank you for praying. God working. The country, the country NTP. There comes a, there's a time sometimes when we have to take a step back and let the body settle. And when we get into cycles, it's like, um, it's like throwing a stone in a pond. It creates wakes and, and it creates waves. And moving in and around these things can get very difficult. One thing that as I read this, it was put on my heart was fasting, fasting. And that's a decision someone will have to make, but to give the body a pause, like three days, something like this. I'm not a doctor. I'm only giving you what the Holy Spirit's putting on my heart. So do your research, make your decision on your own. But the important piece is that fasting has restorative capabilities. There's also the issue of diet and as I'm reading this and you're talking of herbal stuff, again, be aware that some of these herbal things are also, there are mixes of things that aren't always what they seem to be. Know the source of where it comes from. Consider cleansing the diet to very simple terms. Again, comes up this idea of carnivore diet and supplements of, of, for antiparasitics. 
these may be unrelated in this case. Do your research, open your mind to the possibilities, let God lead. But it's important to simplify things and get rid of the variables And because there's so many things in our life that are corrupted and so many things in our life that can cause, especially when we're trying to do the right thing, can cause ripples and exaggeration of events when the body simply needs a place to pause and to reset. So, Father, we're praying for wisdom to begin with here on a path ahead, the eyes to see truly, and a clarity of what is needed to be done to allow the body system to reset and overcome. In this story, Father, there is a, in this prayer request, there is a seeking of something external to the body for, for health restoration. And while there is a prayer request, the, 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 what I struggle with here is there's a lot of discussion around meds, meds, meds. Healing begins through the Holy Spirit. Healing begins through our relationship in Christ. Healing begins by using the authorities given to us through Christ to the Father. That's where the center point of all healing is. The meds are simply answers or guidances given to us in prayer, things that we need to do. The perspective on this healing needs to change in the family. So, Father, we pray here for wisdom and discernment and a shift in perspective to place all priority on the healing through the heavenly realm. These prayers, we also invoke a powerful hedge of protection around this mother and a powerful and overwhelming flood of the Holy Spirit within her body. May this moment be one of massive restoration. We're praying for the reduction of blood pressure, but we're praying for the stabilization of the body system, a calming down of the systems, the tiring and fatigue that's occurring. And again, the comment, I may have to give up coffee. We give up anything necessary for heaven. That's the fast. Yes, give up coffee. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be forever, but in this moment in time, the fast is critical. It's a center point of this prayer. Fasting, fasting to heal, fasting to heal. So, Father, we pray on this, truly that that wisdom will settle in upon this family, upon this moment in time, on the the country NTP, to provide the wisdom that the mother will hear, to raise them up, to heal her, to stabilize this body, and to restore, most importantly, the love and joy of life, to get away from the idea of feeling worn out, feeling down, but being instead refreshed, restored, and rejuvenated within the power of the Holy Spirit. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Dear prayer warriors, could you still, would you all please pray for a friend of mine who just suffered a major stroke? He is paralyzed on the right side and can't speak his name. Can't speak. His name is Jeff. He is 54 years old. Uh, thank you all so much, Bonnie. Well, Father, we're praying for Jeff, who's 54 years old, who's had a stroke and has now lost his ability to speak. So, Father, we raise our, place our hands over Jeff, and we pray powerful and unrelenting healing upon him, a restoration of the brain function, a lifting up of the full body functions. And, Father, we pray for restoration in Jeff in such a miraculous way that as, he, as this begins to settle in on him, his mouth begins to move, his muscles begin to actuate, his voice box begins to work again, and he's able to speak the words. And let the first words he speaks be Jesus and the power and miracle of healing settle in upon his heart. Father, we bless Jeff. We place a hedge of protection around him and lift him up in the power of the Holy Spirit to consume him in, in truly the glory of heaven, the light flowing through him, lifting him up and cleansing him, restoring him and setting him, him down two feet solid on the rock of faith. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good evening. I have had so much 
needed time to reflect on the things in my life and feel blessed we can share our faith with each other and strengthen our faith in his words. I have been very, it has been very interesting to me to see the things see that things are exactly on schedule as Satan would have it. As I am learning the Eastern, as I am learning that Eastern Canada is already pushing for mandated masks and lockdowns. It is my opinion that these circumstances are the new normal and that the enemy has zero intention of taking his foot off the gas. So let's reflect on what the future holds so we have much to gain in moving ahead together and are much stronger from, uh, from having come out of the storm. If you were someone that was not brave enough to encounter opposition and confrontation at the time, now is your time to walk in the bold strength of our Savior. If you suffered through the difficulties of not participating, you can continue to pray for and encourage others in leading the example. I pray that one take home from the past three years is that we were groomed into bowing to a God who is not ours, who is, and it is our obedience to God we need, and it, and it comes with a cost. Freedom is not fought for, it is found in our sincere surrender to the Lord Jesus. The world is, will always present with us with choices. Choose this day for whom you serve, as we may, as for me and my household, we serve the Lord. Joshua 25, 15. God bless you all, warriors in, for Christ. This is a, a, an interesting prayer in that there's some struggle here in looking at what's ahead and shaping a future based on I become accepting of that mandates are the new normal. That's a spell cast right there. Wrong. We can't accept any of this as the new normal because we fight as the stewards of this earth, as the children of the Most High. And this is a more of a testimony than a prayer, but it's one that we're going to turn into a prayer in a powerful way. Father, in this hour, we absolutely rebuke any of the attempts to force humanity into a non-compliance and a cycle of fear. And so, Father, as we stand boldly now on this plateau, looking over the lands that the enemy's trying to ravage, we're standing here in the realms of, this, of the Spirit, mighty in our sword and our army. We're looking down upon an enemy that's trying to devour and savagely destroy. And so, Father, we're rebuking this enemy. Now, as we descend to the battlefield, we begin our slaying. Our fight is real. And we're slaying these demons. We're slaying these dragons and sending them and casting them directly to the lake of fire. Father, in so doing, every single bond that they are making on the hearts of men and women is severed and broken, leaving a gap between those in the spirit realm and that what operates in the, and possesses the flesh. And so, Father, as we march forward here, the enemy begins to try to counterattack and continue to use its tools as spellcasting to get into our head. But we stand mightily now with the armor of God, the helmet of salvation, with no effect by the enemy, rebuking them, slaying them, and driving them out. Father, for those in this hour and time which are struggling with an understanding of where we are, having some doubt into a future, trying to simply find safety within the realms, this is a time to fight. 
not a time just to seek out safety within your arms. This is a time to overcome. And may the power of overcoming settle into the heart as the mighty warriors rise now on earth to confront this enemy and to crush it and to decisively rout it forever. This is a time when we make choices boldly in a time, not to wander and waffle, but now to step up and say, I will not comply. I will only comply with heaven. And to do so with the authority and the footing of people standing on the rock of faith, knowing that our Savior died on the cross for, their, his, for our sins, knowing that with that the contracts of, in blood were broken, and that all of that said we were freed, set free, and now it is our role to bring that freedom and that victory into the flesh. So, Father, with the authorities given to us in the name of Jesus, authorities to step on snakes and scorpions, authorities to overcome and all the powers of the enemy, authorities to do all that Jesus did and to greater works, we declare victory over this enemy. We declare routing of this enemy. We declare decisive destruction of this enemy, breaking the bonds and freeing the people both in the spirit and in, and in the flesh. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request for a friend, Lisa, who is dealing with more than one person sh should. Her mother had a heart attack on the same day as the funeral for her favorite aunt. Her daughter is pregnant and will be induced in a few weeks early due to a preeclampsia due to happen Friday. Her mother was scheduled for heart surgery today but postponed due to dental and aortic valve issues. She needs prayers to hold her up so she can be there for everyone, counting on her to be strong and for the healing of those dealing with medical issues. Ginny Gale. Well, Lisa, you're in actually a very blessed position. It's a matter of perspective, and it's hard, but it's what we do. This moment in time, you've been placed here for such a time as this because you are strong, because you are mighty in the Holy Spirit, because you are truly walking in that place of strength to heal. And so we provide these prayers today to reinforce your position, to strengthen your footing, to increase your firmness on the rock of faith. But God is with you and Jesus is with you and you need to lean in harder than ever and take this hour not as one of burden, but one of as a challenge. Separate the emotions and understand that this is how the enemy works. Attacks on multiple flanks to force us into a point of wavering to tire us down because we lost the perspective of what we are. We are the children of the Most High. And now wage that war, raise that sword of the Spirit and confront the enemy and decisively destroy it. So Father, we pray Truly pray for the, the power of strength for Lisa in her heart, this footing that anchors her more deeply on a rock of faith. And may all of these demons that are waging the attack now feel and, and know the presence that she stands, fully, armed, fully equipped with the armor of God, the helmet of salvation, and the, glime, the gleaming sword of the Spirit over her head. Now we see this powerful war being waged as the enemy tries to, to, to attack from a flank and is slain. Jesus, we ask that with this moment in time, you can provide her the strength to be there with her, to lift her, to raise her arms, as in Moses, to know that the power of victory rests within the heart that does not waver, that a heart that is pure and true in Christ, and that there's no doubting, no burden, nothing. 
lift that burden off, Jesus, as, as Lisa stands before this enemy and now commits to the healing energies that she has that are poured down through heaven, through her heart. And Father, may you bless her with all the healing necessary to raise up these people, to give her her daughter a perfect birth, even though it's going to be one in the hospital, to help her aunt overcome healing, to be massively healed and restored, to help her mother with heart surgery, to overcome the dental and the aortic issues and to heal her body completely and to make this such a restorative moment that all those that are touched and connected with Lisa are truly eyes opened into the power and glory of kingdom in the healing of prayer and the mightiness of the warriors that walk with Christ in their heart. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayer request for my wonderful neighbor, Pam. She's dealing with a few health issues, including Hashmi... Hashimoto's disease, which causes all sorts of problems, as well as work-related injuries. She was a hospice nurse until an injury sidelined her for a while, but she's now back, uh, but with the nursing home residents, not with the hospice unit. She loves what she does, and, and though she cares for her, her health issues slowed down, and there's many things she can't eat because of Hashimoto's. Thankfully, she loves the cherry tomatoes I share with our Lord and garden. She's not taking issues with lying down, so she's so she's always digging and doing research to find a cure to get her, her vitality, much of her chagrin of her, her doctor, much of the chagrin of her doctor. Well, too dang bad, Doc. We did have that chat a couple months ago about the jab, which she is unfortunately, and she was thankfully receptive to what I was telling her. So I sent her the link to Dr. Lee Merritt's site. Come to find out the, only, the other day that she and her husband are more awake than I thought. I'm used to deaf, dumb, blind NYC sheep. So I thanked God for blessing me with such neighbors. Her awesome and devoted husband even mentioned that he feels our world needs a reset of sorts and to go back to the older ways. As I told them on Friday, they both have gifts and talents they will, that will be needed should, should something happen. I pray that dear Pam is blessed with, with beautiful and miraculous healing and that she and her family and husband are surrounded by the hedge of protection as well as blessed with godly wisdom to endure what is coming. May they also be receptive in a regular seeds I plant about having a relationship with Christ. Thank you so much, my awesome prayer warrior brothers and sisters in Christ. Love you all, Meg. You know what's amazing about this prayer request and testimony, and it should be a reminder to us all, that here we are sharing words to inspire others, and others are hearing those words. That's seeds, these words of in here, of seeking prayer, to, to acknowledging, sharing the, 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 excuse me, the tomatoes and encouraging them to go research Dr. Lee Merritt's site. These are all tools we're given. And she's, Meg's using them. She's using them as weapons. This is how the enemy's defeated, through truth and through the pursuit of truth, the awakening of the heart. And those same those same types of tools are used in the, in the realms of heaven 
to or in the realms of the realms of the spirit, where we're literally waging war against the spirit, breaking the fortresses, and now setting people free. This is fight one at a time, person by person. It's a grind in the trenches, but we have to have the confidence to know that we're here to win. The enemy has no power or authority over us. So for the prayers here, and I honestly don't know what this disease is. Um, not heard of it before. It's Hashimoto's disease. And so I just pray, Father, we pray down, Father, for Pam and her husband. And just pray that we provide a hedge of protection around them and we pray for a complete and total restorative healing of Pam. Whatever this disease is, Father, whatever its root is, we pray down to the root of the disease and it's expelling from the body of Pam. If that's a parasitic-related issue, we pray for the awakening and knowledge that's given by Dr. Leif Merritt that it will inspire them to seek and pursue that avenue of research and that avenue of cure to release them from the bondage of, the, of this disease. Father, we also pray the continued inspiring of the hearts of these two that they can now start to seek. And the mention was the old ways, which brought by, the, by Pam's husband, that the, the reminder of Jeremiah 6.16. May he be led to read those words and understand the power truly in the, in the glory of heaven as we seek the ancient paths, which are rooted truly in our relationship in this world with you, Father, to walk not of this world, but walk as children of the Most High, to understand that we have authorities over all evil, and that we can cast out demons, we can raise the dead, we can heal the broken and the sick, and we can do that all through the gospel of Jesus Christ, even greater works. So, Father, we bless them, guide them, raise them up in the power of healing of the Holy Spirit, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father God, heal me, O Lord, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved. For you are my praise. Jeremiah seventeen fourteen. I am praying for Mr. H, a Vietnam Army veteran battling prostate cancer and chronic pain. I have worked with Mr. H on and off since 2016. He is one of the few veterans that I have worked with that did not succumb to the evil jab. Currently, he is not my patient. Mr. H, his wife, and I became friends. We joke around about being conspiracy theorists. At the beginning of the initial scandemic, Mr. H would crack me up. He would say, I refuse to stand in that circle. Now every time I see a ridiculous circle, I think of Mr. H. Almighty God, I pray that Mr. H be wrapped up in your healing love. Dear God, I pray for Mr. H's anxiety and pain to be dispelled. Mr. Mary, Mr. H, may Mr. H experience your infinite power and healing activity at work. May the healing power of Jesus Christ's breath encounter Mr. H. In your son's name, God, Jesus Christ, everyone's king. Amen. Ekmek. Father God, we pray for Mr. H., someone who's been victimized by the legacies of a war that was waged purely through the destruction of humanity and new creations within the machines of war. Father, we pray for, the, for his healing, and we rebuke any of the influences, the dark ties, the bondages that may have been there from the war. We break those chains and release him and free him into this world. Father, if whatever sits in the spiritual realm, that war is now being waged as we separate and sever the bonds and the ties that bring, that try to manipulate the, the world of the flesh. And so, Father, as we stand here now mightily around in circle in prayer and in agreement, we raise up Mr. H for a powerful healing of the Holy Spirit. We cast out any of these debilitating pains 
we, we restore his body and remove him of the, of the prostate cancer. And we, we inspire the heart to seek out alternative cures, cures like Dr. Lee Merritt to look at cancer in terms of a parasite, to use those again as starting points to dig into research and to truly see what is possible. Father, we also pray for an awakening of what we eat and consume in the dietary sense that food itself is life and may it be used in a, as a tool in this war against evil. And finally, Father, we speak the words of healing. We speak life into this man. We speak healing into this man. And as the words are the power of life and death, we declare healing and miraculous healing in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. A prayer for the warlord's safe travels across America, Paperbag Patriot. Whoa, flash from the past. Where's Paperbag Patriot been lately? I got to find her. She's been busy with her life. I'm going to, I appreciate that prayer. And I did arrive safely. I had an incredible trip, but we're going to turn the tables a little bit on this today. So thank you for the prayer, Patriot, Patriot. But it's time for you to get some prayers. Paperbag Patriot is dealing with a lot of stuff right now. She's busy with work. And she's got a lot on her plate. We haven't seen her a lot as a mod, which is, we miss her. But it's time that we put her in and wrap her in some beautiful prayers of healing, restoration, and lift her up in the mightiness of the Holy Spirit. So, Father God, we just pray for Paperbag Patriot and her husband and her family. There's been some difficult times. And in Canada, obviously, they're getting the war waged to the massive levels of stupid we never thought possible. So, Father, we pray for a hedge of protection around Paperbag Patriot. We raise her up in a mighty way in the Holy Spirit. She's got a heart for Jesus. And may she be, empower her and bless her and give her the resources needed to get her keep her family strong, to keep the guidance in her family. And we pray for her husband. He's a wonderful man. And just pray for his heart to be opened and led to the power of Jesus, to start to get a deeper relationship and realize just how significant that is as the household comes together in the name of the Lord. And so, Father, we also pray for the continued perseverance of paper bag the, and the continued love that she shares in her work through the handling of horses and the compassion she has for stewarding your animals and your land. Father, raise her up, bless her with what she needs, provide her with the resources, lift her up, and let her feel the true power of blessings and love that come from Bard's nation. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. A prayer for letting go. I cling to life, afraid to let go of the past, afraid to live in the present, afraid of the uncertainty of the future. I hold life in a desperate grip, always trying to control, always looking for security. Help me, Lord, I to ask for your forgiveness that I can learn from the past and leave it behind, to acknowledge your acceptance that I can live more fully in the present. I receive your guidance that I can be excited about the future. Help me, Lord, let go to give you control and to know that you, that with you I am secure. Keith Kludas Kluzdal. Keith, I'm going to change your words a bit because these words are honest to the heart, but they're a reflection of a spell cast which you're living within. And we're going to break that today. We're going to break that in a powerful way. So, Father God, we're praying life into Keith. We're praying joy into Keith. We're breaking the bonds of the darkness and the demons that are trying to hold him to the, to the memories of the past or, or distract his mind into a future. 
And Father, we're praying life on the seat of the rock of faith, truly at your feet and the throne, to be able to see the glory of heaven, to fill him and to have the angels wrapped around him. Father, we're not we're taking away the doubt and the hesitation and we're praying in their confidence and we're praying into Keith the glory of heaven. We're praying into the affirmation of who he is, the child of the most high. And Father, we're praying in strength and a warrior heart to step in now, to quit letting the influences of the world affect his heart and eyes truly now on Jesus. Father, we're praying eyes that are laser focused on Jesus. And Jesus, we're asking that your presence be made before Keith to shred any of these legacies that hold him, any of these chains that are binding him. We place a hedge of protection around him and fill him fully with the Holy Spirit, breathing that in as he breathes in. Keith, that's all you breathe in is the Holy Spirit. And what you breathe out is any of the excrement of this past and things that are legacies that are trying to hold you back. And you're being freed and set free. And Father, we truly now pray that the words Jesus are spoken on his lips in a mighty way to, conf to confront this world and any, any challenges that are there. Just to be knowing that through that rock and relationship with Christ, there is nothing in this world to fear. All things are now and in the present, that the glory of heaven fills him and surrounds him, and that the doors are opened to allow him to step through with new eyes, fresh eyes, to walk truly in the glory of our King. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Abba Father, we lift up Scott and all the others traveling to Bart's Fest right now and this week coming. Thank you, Lord, for the protection, blessings, and peace that will be poured out on all who attend, watch online, and help in anyone uh, to make this event great for all. In the name of Jesus, Jen Mo. Well, thank you, and I agree. Father God, we raise up all those traveling and coming to Bards Fest. The challenges that have been placed before many, may they be overcome. May a blessing be placed upon everyone whose heart is to desire to be at Bards Fest to bring them. Father, we're blessed with the resources you provided for us to make this event possible, and we continue to pray for the safe travels of all those attending and all those speaking. Father, may this hour be one of a powerful moment of shaking as we truly live into the theme, preparing the saints for the, for the, for the work of the ministry. And truly, Father, may this be a time and a place that whether people are present there physically or whether they're connected online, that this be a raising up the, of the mighty hearts of the warriors of Christ in an hour so needed in this world to be equipped with the tools necessary now to step into this next level of fight, to be given the tools and the blessings of the Holy Spirit to anoint each, each person that's participating, no matter if they're physically there or by distance, that these hearts now are prepared in the power of the Holy Spirit to step into this world, to engage this enemy and to begin to be vicious on the battlefield, victorious beyond measure, and to be able to rain down holy pain upon an enemy that seeks to ravage and destroy humanity. May we stand as one body, operate with the strength of the individual, knowing that we are connected to the body of Christ as a mighty army, un unconquerable, unable to do anything but fight or bow only to our King, for we are the children of the Most High, blessed and anointed in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Bad news and good news. Bad news. Mom fell again, right knee. The, the bum one gave out again. She landed on her knee pretty hard. Good news. Mom said it was slow and she was with her walker, which made it really, which made her really happy, almost bragging that she didn't hit, hit her head. Prayers for mom and are, are appreciated. Jaron Jackson. Oh man, this is Jaron our buddy. This is Mr. Common Law. He's going to be at Bard's Fest. Father God, 
we are asking for a massive prayer of protection and healing for Jaron, his mom. Just an overwhelming, consuming power of healing for the Holy Spirit. This is a woman who's got fight and spirit, who's determined to overcome, and we're going to help that happen today, Father. We declare immediate and massive healing of this knee, strengthening of it beyond measure, a restoration of this knee back to the perfection of the body. May this fight in the heart be extended to the fight across the body, and may the body be invigorated and charged, blessed with the power of the Holy Spirit, blessed truly with the power of healing. And may the love that Sharon has for his mom continue just to flow and to raise up into the breath here, Father, as we speak. We raise up Jaron in his mighty voice in this hour of common law. May he be inspired to continue to go higher. May he be an inspiration to those that hear his, his words, and may people be driven to seek his knowledge that he shares, to bring the mightiness of kingdom and the power of common law into the hands of the many. And may that all come together as a hedge of protection around Jaron and his mom to raise them all up as a family, including Jaron's wife, to bless them, raise them, and make them mightier than ever in the, in the walk in, in Jesus. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Prayers for Baker City, Oregon. We have an unelected mayor and her cronies attempting to hijack our city council. The pastors here in town have been requested to attend as well as willing prayer warriors to gather to pray for solid Christian leadership. We would appreciate your prayers as well. Thank you. Cleo. Father, our enemy is now on the move and trying to find the vulnerable places as we most know. They've ravaged the cities and they've now continued to extend their cancer out to the rural cities that are vulnerable. Father, right now in this town, in Baker City, a good town in Oregon, a good, wholesome rural town with great values, we are praying a blessing and a, and a stirring of the hearts of the pastors of that town. The awakening now to break past the, the comfort of the pulpit and the dead stone walls and now to step into the community mighty with the voice of God. May they truly speak the power of Jesus from the, from the pulpit and in the city streets. May they raise up the power of the mightiness of heaven to conquer this evil that is settling in. Father, we rebuke any of the demons that are moving in there, taking the form of the flesh to try to infiltrate, infect and destroy a wholesome town. We rebuke them, we cast them out, and we seal, they seal their tongues so that they can't speak their lies. Any of those that now speak, the only thing people hear are the distorted and awful frequencies like screaming that comes out of them that makes it painful and uncomfortable even to hear. May they be unmasked and, and revealed to the world as truly who they are. And in the realms of the spirit, now we wage the war to, to take control truly of the fortresses that they hold. We break down those walls. We free those that are enslaved and we sever the ties with the spiritual realm and roll them and control them. We cast out the demons. We establish a hedge of protection around Baker City and we isolate those in this incorrupted leadership to be rebuked to be able to face now the true consequences of what the world that they walk. Let them see clearly our King and Savior Jesus to understand truly who is in charge and let them make the choice now of whom they serve. And if they so choose to serve the dark one, the one of the father of lies, may they be cast down to the feet of Jesus and Jesus may you deal with them as you wish. Above all, Father, those that are trying to manipulate the politics of this town for the benefit of evil, we ask and proclaim in the name of Jesus that they be brought before the courts of heaven to be judged. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I need a prayer over my legs. I have tried for many different things to help me at them. I have some rare good days, but not sure what I did to make it better. 
I'm just asking for the Lord's to direct me to the answers. Thank you, C.L. Klein. Well, Father God, we're praying over C.L. Klein, obviously a true a warrior with the true heart of Jesus. And whatever is befalling her in her, in her legs, we, we rebuke that completely in the name of Jesus. And we pray in for the powerful restoration of those legs in the name of heaven and the name of you, Lord. Father, whatever things are needed now in the restoration of the functioning of these legs, we pray that that will be made clear, that the eyes will be opened and the paths will be presented and the resources provided for whatever is needed, that a clue, true, clear heart of, of, of healing will settle in and the power and glory of the Holy Spirit fill C.L. Klein, her home, her family, as a hedge of protection is now reinforced around her. And now, Father, we pray truly and declare total and absolute healing over C.L. Klein to raise her up in the mightiness of the Holy Spirit, to raise her up in the glory of God, to raise her up in the glory of all that she is as a child of the Most High. Restoration. We speak healing. We speak love of Jesus. We speak restoration and healing in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus. Amen. And our last one for the day. Lots of prayers needed. There's a lot more to it than I can say here. Was on Bards FM live chat. Lots of demonic influence, I'm afraid. Dude with ears that hear and eyes that see. First word that we rebuke is afraid. I cannot stress this enough that what we speak into the world becomes the world. We have the power of life and death in our words. And if we are going to speak afraid, if we are going to speak, I'm afraid, fearful, angry, hatred, these words become what our world becomes. The responsibility that we have is enormous. And as we step into our authorities as the children of the Most High, it is a greater responsibility than we can ever imagine. I truly believe, as Father has shown me, that this is the reason that it's a slow process for us to acquire the true authorities in this world. Because if we step into those authorities with a chaotic mind or without the understanding of the intention and purpose of our words, we become a greater weapon for the enemy than we do a, a purpose of heaven. So Father, we're praying for dude with ears that hear and eyes that see. And we begin with a rebuking of words that, such as afraid. Dude with ears and to hear and eyes to see, understand that you are now a child of the Most High. Live into it and act like it. There is no fear here. Demons are taking advantage of you like a bully. Once you start to show weakness, they're going to run at you like a horde. All you have to do is stand. You've been given the armor of God. That's not something you buy at Walmart. That's God's armor for you to wear. Put it on. Get on the helmet of salvation. Stand up and get a spine. These demons that before you rebuke them, rebuke them in the name of the Lord, rebuke them in the name of Jesus, rebuke them in the blood of the cross. You weren't given freedom here because it was like an easy thing to do. Victory on the cross means we have to fight for victory on earth. And the demons are going to go after you like anybody else that walks truly in the power of the Holy Spirit or seeks to. So step into your role. Father God, we pray for strength in the heart for dude with ears to hear and eyes to see. We, we pray for the cleansing of the thoughts of doubt, of, of afraid, of fear, of anxiety. We shred those. 
And Father, we pray for the presence, truly, of the power of the Holy Spirit to overwhelm dude with ears to hear and eyes to see. Dude with ears to hear. You now, you should repent at this moment in a great way to, to go before the throne, to put your, your heart before God and to repent from the fear and the being afraid of anything that surrounds you, knowing that you are a child of the most high, gifted with the most powerful thing ever, life eternal. So now as you repent, stand up mightily. Let God re replenish you. Let God restore you in the power of this fight. And God, may you bless him. And Jesus, may you walk with him and give him that touch and that reminder of who he is to stand now mightily in this hour to be an overcomer and to confront this evil. And this evil that tries to lurk from, from the spirit realm into the physical, we sever and break those ties and rebuke it. And now stand as one in the body of Christ to overcome what is there and to stand mightily in this hour. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Well, that was a pretty good session today, I'd say. Lots of prayers and lots of ground covered. So we have Bards Fest, obviously, this week. We've got uh, an amazing gathering here on the weekend for these prayers. Thank you. It's always humbling. We have such an amazing responsibility that we're given. And um, it is such an incredible opportunity each week for us to participate in the needs to help others and to in the process always raising up the body of Christ. As we raise up one, we become stronger as a, as a whole. And each step we make, we're giving the authorities back to people's lives to have them be stronger themselves in the daily fight. There's a thing in the, in the military, in what I did, it's called singleton operations. It means that Everything I did in the terms of special operations or other things was always on my own. I was, there wasn't some big war package behind me. I did things on my own. One man, an interpreter, went over Afghanistan. That's the primary work I did. The thing is that in this fight and in this community, this fellowship, all of us have to be equipped to be singleton operators. The difference is that we have the body that we're part of, Bard's Nation, we have a body, a fellowship that we're part of. And what we learn here in prayer each week is the power of prayer and unity in the body of Christ. This is powerful. So even though you're maybe on that front lines and feeling alone, you're never alone. One, you have Jesus with you at all times. All you have to do is call and lean in. You have our Father ready to assist. All you have to do is de declare in the name of Jesus and all things that you declare will be provided. And then you have the fellowship, the fellowship of Bard's nation, which is here in its many forms. It's a beautiful arrangement, and it's a beautiful tapestry of what Father's doing in this war against the enemy, in hitting the enemy on multiple flanks to diminish the enemy's effectiveness and ultimately create such chaos within the enemy's ranks that the enemy cannot respond. Remember, as we're cloaked in the blood of Christ, we are invisible to the enemy. So strike hard, aim true, aim small, and hit viciously when you do, and be relentless in your prayer attacks. This is a war. We're waging a war. Use scripture. Speak Jesus. Speak the mightiness of the Holy Spirit and, lead, and slay this enemy. Fight in the spiritual realm. Be relentless in that. Tear down the fortresses. Use the weapons of the Spirit and be relentless in your attacks. 
we, we bridge the two spaces, spiritual and physical, and we have to com- confront both. And that's one of the unique parts of our walk. But we are given the tools to win. Never forget that. Patriots, let's close with a prayer. And then I'm going to drink some more coffee, and then I'm going to go over and have some more coffee training, which is awesome, by the way. We're going to play just a short stint of music today, about 20 minutes afterwards, just so you know, and then I've got to get going. So, Father God, I just want to thank you today for this assembly that we have, just amazing prayer warriors that come together in the fellowship that we've created here, that we've commonly, collectively come to know as Bard's Nation. Father, we are, the hearts that are here are humbling, and the path that we walk together is equally humbling. We're blessed with the opportunity to step into a place to raise up each person in the body of Christ. And let that knowledge be known that these prayers are open to anyone, not limited to some exclusive crowd, not limited even to those that know Jesus, but we want all to know that they can come and receive the prayers and blessings of heaven, that we will pray with them, that we'll pray for them, and we will work to wage war on their behalf. For Father, we are the children of the Most High, and if there's anything that you continue to reinforce upon us, it's the selfless service to kingdom. So Father, allow that to continue to permeate in our hearts and let that message permeate across the airwaves into many people's hearts. Let them be drawn here to deliver the prayer requests for us to pray on them, to raise them up, to heal them, to restore them, to strengthen them. And no matter where they are in their relationship with Christ, even if they don't know Jesus, let our door be known that it is open. We welcome that opportunity. We welcome that opportunity to show people the true power of the glorified God, a God of miracles, the living God, you, Father, the Father of all fathers, the God of all gods. So thank you, Father. Thank you for this opportunity. May you bless us all in this week as we move and travel to Bard's Fest. May you bless all of those that are connected to Bard's Fest, whether online or in presence. May you bless this event in the most mightiness of the kingdom. And may you guide our hearts to lift and hear all that you need us to say. May each speaker be anointed with the words that you bless them to speak. May each person in attendance be driven and anointed with the things they need to do, the things they need to ask, the prayers they need to make. And may the time and fellowship together build and weave together yet again the depth and strength of this nation that you're building, spreading across this world. Father, in this hour, above all, we ask that you guide us in this time, in a very important time in this world, to lift up and prepare the saints for the work of the ministry. Guide us, Father, bless us, lead us. Jesus, be present with us. We're opening the door. We've set a seat at the table. Join us, dine with us, live with us, walk with us. In the name of our King and Savior, of the name of our Father above all fathers, the God above all gods, Amen. All right, Patriots. We got some serious week ahead, so keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy, mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Peace Be Still. Until then or until the next time, God bless. And out for now.
we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. 
We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.